Пошли. Все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. intro really does go hard like it, i like it really it does is, I, I was doing a full little bop like <laughs> yeah i was having a good dance with it i like oh, it oh here's lance sorry here we go oh. there we go hey, hey lance i totally i totally agree with the sentiment though i think it uh, it slaps i had our intro stuck in my head but specifically the hook with jordan peterson where it's like up, up yours, yours. Just, that's what that is yeah that's oh, those are, yeah oh i'm sorry i didn't Oh, how did this again? I clearly just watched it like, "Woo, pretty pictures!" Like, like, never did I recognize any of those voices. I was like, all this time, I was like, "Who made this music? Who composed this? I wonder where they got these ad libs." <laughs> well, the answer is Mike. Uh, Mike Mike found the clips, but that one's Jordan Peterson, Canada's own legend. Uh, the lobster. You have to have some Canadian content. That's, in that's the that's mm -hmm. the isn't that that's the transphobic bigot on Twitter, right? Yes, yes, and mm -hmm. in, okay. uh, on Got YouTube it. and everywhere he gives speaker sessions to. Yeah. He's just big old asshole. Oh, and fun yeah. fact: he um, he only eats uh, meat and salt. And so that's why we say that uh, he's also probably got scurvy, which is probably not helping everything. Yeah, <laughs> I he, I was late yeah. to finding out about him, and mm -hmm. I found out about him after you know when I was on Rising when I was hosting Rising that week, and I had the video that went viral with the dead naming of dead naming um, Elliot Page. I wish I had realized, like, and you know, I appreciate that everybody felt like I won that in general, but. I didn't know who Jordan Peterson was. I didn't realize that they were, it was a straw man all along the first place. Like if I had known who he was and what he had said on Twitter and what it really had been about, I didn't know. I only knew their reframing of it at the time as like, um, you know, they're just banning, banning anybody that dead names trans people, which I would be fine with. So I'm like, you know, addressing <laughs> yeah. it on that level. But if I had realized, oh no, this is just like an extreme bigot. Like when I see what he oh, actually yeah. says, it's absurd. Like he's not even, he's not veiled, nothing. No. Mm -hmm. Who are we talking about? Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like at first, within the first couple of years, there was a lot more plausible deniability because he tried to maintain this whole facade of being an intellectual and a professional. 
and now he's just like and an evolutionary fuck it. biologist. Yeah. 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 He he just has gone completely crazy. Um, and he's just letting his freak flag fly. And I think that that is good uh, because I think that it's better when these people tell us who they are, even though we know, like it's important for everyone else to know. But what I love is that the Jordan Peterson subreddit, I've kind of like followed it somewhat throughout the years and noticed how they get frustrated with him because they initially started to follow him because of the self-help stuff. Mm-hmm. And they thought that he was like an intellectual because he was seemingly smart, you know, articulate and whatnot. But, you know, with time, he he comes off as unhinged in particular. Uh, I don't know if it was a turning point. Like, I don't follow the subreddit close enough to say this. But after Jordan Peterson was interviewed by Kyle Kulinski, the way that he interacted with Kyle was just like overly aggressive for no reason, wouldn't engage in good faith. That turned mm-hmm. off a lot of his fans. There was like a huge threat about it. So I'm so glad that the, he um... has gone unhinged. It's really important for uh, for his followers to understand that he's he's a crazy person. Always has been, though. So, so did the uh, the video he made shortly after the Elliot Page like saga. Oh, my funniest Jordan Peterson, I think, besides the like the apple cider not making you sleep for a month, even though Joe, even Joe Rogan's like, wow, bro, what, what? <laughs> is the fact that he got clowned on by his own community for that Sports Illustrated model, where he's like, oh, no amount of authoritarianism will make me smash. Uh, not horny. The blood is not rising. And I was just like, that's so funny. I don't know so how funny. he maintained support base after that tweet. Like that, right? That, that just, oh, so so many of them turned. On the Reddit was just like roasting him alive. They're like, "What the fuck? Yeah, you should be so lucky, old man. You like what? <laughs> Come on." <laughs> yeah, of all things to get enraged about. Have yeah. we mentioned even th- what happened this week with him? How he got he got angry about about what was it, toilet paper or something? <laughs> it's like paper towel. I, we bathroom. didn't mention that. No. You got to you got I think you have to pull up that tweet. That's like you need the visual and uh, apo- yeah. apologies to the people listening uh, to the podcast cuz uh, right now we're about to show uh, the embarrassing Jordan Peterson tweet if it can if it can Jordan in fact Peterson be found. He also area. declared war on the Prime Minister of Canada by tweeting a video compilation of Bugs Bunny <laughs> saying this means war uh, and thought it was uh, pretty epic as well. It was <laughs> thing that happened. <laughs> the man is a clown. Yeah. David, they're saying something's wrong with your mic. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it's coming through the computer. Uh, The wrong mic is selected. Oh, that may... Okay, I think I know why that's the issue. Let me... I'll fix that here. I wasn't sure if it was, like, my speakers, because I don't have headphones in, but now that you mentioned it's like, yeah, that's... uh... Someone else read the tweet. Well, I fix this mic. Up yours, woke moralist. I actually have the soundbite on my end that I could play. Um, tyranny is always petty, and petty tyranny will not save the planet. God, imagine getting enraged by this. I, I just can't. Like, you've got to have a really miserable life. You've got to be, like, just depressed constantly, sad, distraught. Like, if this honestly fucks up your entire day, then I just feel bad for you. Oh, yeah. Where are you and and vitamin deficient. We're using the words tyranny to describe the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we followed up with these. You see what you said? I'm saying I can't take. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> the this is the world that I've been living. <laughs> so Maybe he's being tiny bit hyperbolic. Because one, it's celebrated. <laughs> Two, it's everywhere. And three, people are willfully blind to it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. This is this is. And then he had like another tweet. Then he had like another tweet like two hours later about people being Whoa. so moralistic. 
Moral? What is moral? What is moral? You know why we laugh so much at this dude? Oh my god, this guy tweets too much. Oh, he's oh he's a prolific tweeter. He cannot help himself. When he got his account taken away, apparently he was miserable. You can see it. So I'm I'm looking for the tweet he did like two hours later where he like complained about moralists after he tweeted about <laughs> after he tweeted about paper towel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is I'm not gonna keep digging. All right, that's enough of this guy. Right. <laughs> he tweets a lot. I was trying to find on my last Twitch stream a specific tweet, one where he was lambasting Greta Thunberg because she wrote a book. And you can already guess what the attack was. Um, you know, she's killing trees. But it took, he tweeted that the day before. Windmill it took me like 15 minutes just to find that tweet from the previous day because this man tweets like 147 wow. tweets per minute. It's wow. insane. I couldn't handle that much. Get I mean, how does your brain not rot from that much Twitter? Yeah. Guess who else went, or who else went woke this week? Lego. Lego, yep. Lego, hell yeah. Do you want to see this quick? This is a quick Fox News clip. I, I don't think they've revisited this because I think they got some pushback because this is clearly terrible. What did um, oh, I'm glad you have the clip. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. Oh, oh, I got the clip. What did Lego do? Oops, wrong what happened? I missed that. It's, oh, it's, 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 it's going to be a rainbow pieces, isn't it? Like It's going to be blocks and there'll be rainbow color. That's going to be my prediction. That it's, or it's, it's actually gonna be no, it's, it's even it's more even ridiculous. Worse. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It's more ridiculous. Oh, no. More it's ridiculous more than that, yes. Sure. There we go. <laughs> with Bogota. Lego is going woke. The company unveiling a range of new characters in the effort to be more inclusive. Lego says the new characters will promote diversity and understanding. Some will have anxiety issues. I don't know how you show that. Oh, is that One a will have bad a thing? Limb, another Down <laughs> syndrome. These are really important. Whoa, whoa, issues. hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Do you hold want Lego it, in there? Pause it. I want to. I want to. I want to. First of all, bring up that. One of the things they have a problem with is a Lego with Down syndrome. Yeah. That's that's going woke. That would allowing a kid who uh, has Down like syndrome to have a character that's like yeah, to have, to have a representation. Yeah. Anyone, but, anyone who's not you know a white cisgendered male that's going yeah that's, is is that's basically but, it's it's thing I don't I, like. That's that's what they turned the word into. It's thing I don't like. <laughs> but I have to point out when it comes to the Lego with the missing limb, isn't that? All Legos, if you want them to. <laughs> you literally build them. For Lego you build them. They're just like <laughs> you build we, them. We, you can if you could just these, leave. Has Lego always been woke? <laughs> we have to really appreciate that Chiron, though. I, like this, this made me laugh so hard yesterday. Lego goes woke, figures with anxiety, <laughs> comma missing, missing limb. limb. That's just beautiful. Wow, fuck. It's and, and this is why I don't think they they revisited it because it it just makes them look terrible. But uh, let's finish whatever the hell's left in this. <laughs> Do you want Lego in there? Definitely not. But what's so fascinating about this story is the divide in the country. Republicans think it's insane that they're forcing identity politics into Legos. Democrats are upset that they didn't make a drag identity queen strip. <laughs> they're like, you call this a children's toy? What kind of set is it? What? <laughs> they're multicultural. <laughs> like, there are other I people. <laughs> Maybe they want representation. I don't. See I do enjoy him issue. coming out For and anyone. just saying that Republicans are angry that a Lego would uh, appeal to children with Down syndrome in such a way. I mean, just horrible, horrible. It's shit. just yeah. I mean, that's why I, I, I have a really hard time finding any way to commentate on any of this stuff now. Like this week, uh, Matt Walsh was out saying that he would like he'd rather die than have a kid who's trans. 
Like, how do you? He said that. There's no way to analyze that, right? Like, your response was perfect to that, David. For those who did not see, David shared the gist from uh, Dumb and Dumber uh, saying, So you're telling me there's a chance because he has multiple kids. (laughs) He has multiple kids, yeah. Uh... (laughs) Look, with these people, it's just at a point where it's unadulterated hate. They don't Mm -hmm. care. They -hmm. know it sparks outrage, which means clicks, which means views. And that's really at the end of the day what this is about for them. They don't give a shit about any of this if I were to put my opinion on this. This is about making money, not about caring about any values. Yeah. absolutely Listen, what i have to say to lego is keep doing what you're doing and you need to go full woke and come out with a lego with a floating triangle head with a single eyeball in the middle that's right <laughs> <laughs> it is the Avatar only value it's about and i keep saying this i'm gonna say it every week the republicans of a politics are fuck you they hate that's mm-hmm. why anything that is deemed as inclusive that's what the problem yes they do they do have a problem with the fact that you would make a toy that would appeal to children with down syndrome or anything else because they don't like other that's their that's their whole thing that's what that's what it ever it always translates to hey 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 everything we've deemed as other all the people we've deemed as other they trying to be a part of the main we not with it we, we not with it you're not you're not supposed to be in the club and that's what it translates to with everything that's why it'd be so stupid they be there talking about all kind of silly shit the little mermaid legos okay think about this this is a whole country you know what kind of shit is happening legos the news the news <laughs> a headline they, they're talking grown-ass adults dead ass are like legos let me talk to legos is up to right and yeah. it's not lost on me, too, that he just made something up. Like, he fabricated it out of thin air. He said that, oh, well, you know, there's both sides to this. One side is upset that there isn't a drag queen version of the Lego. Nobody said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Citation needed, bitch. Where the I'm fuck? I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no Binder's drag queen character. Lego, Lego, Where's Lego, my drag Lego? Lego. Drag queen Lego? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God. And I've got to I mean, say that um, as a bit of an AFOL myself, that is an acronym for adult fan of Lego. Lego has always been really super well. Okay. Wait, hold on. Hold, 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 you, can, you can't just yeah, you can't just <laughs> yeah, drop that. That, that, that was a record scratch yeah. moment there. And continue on as if it's in not. The restaurant right now. <laughs> yeah, so okay, Lego has some adult sets that are amazing. So last year during Pride, they released the whole Pride flag set. It's like the uh, the trans LGBTQ plus pride thing i bought that one put it together it was amazing they also have like an nes that you can build with a little tv okay, and it's like cool. a display piece yeah, and have they have the yeah the question mark block from super mario 64 lego is fucking incredible and they've always been uh very very woke though they're not an american company so they don't give a shit about our culture war whatever the right says is important so they just do what they do and um yeah lego lego is a good company they're based question the rest of you play adult legos too no, well, I, I, play, I never we play. We build them and display them Building as you would in a car, car or maybe like, a Warhammer figure that you paint. <laughs> like I think he's just building them. I don't think he's like smashing them together. I was never into uh, like. Basically, y'all turned into defense attorneys just now. It's giving yes, then. <laughs> you have Dragon Ball Z on your wall. Who are you to judge? What is this? That's what I'm cool. <laughs> and the fact that you don't know that is what separates us. <laughs> Wait, I, what is the what is it? Adult fan of Lego? Affle? It's a whole ass community. Affle. A whole ass community. I didn't, because I, didn't know I what wanted it, to it get awesome. the honestly. I'm I'm for Yeah, so I wanted to get the Nintendo can, set. They released yeah. like a Nintendo anniversary set or some shit. So I was Oh, I saw that. It was like 
300 but it was ridiculously expensive. No, no, you're thinking of the Bowser. Bowser's $300. The Nintendo set's like 170 or something. Would, but no, I looked at That's a lot of money that. for a Lego. <laughs> it, no, his, it is. But there's a whole community there. where they like review it and they like build things like big models. It's pretty cool. It's pretty if, cool. If your if your Lego set can if the price of your Lego set could actually be put towards buying the actual video game console, then your Lego set's too expensive. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think that's a fair rule. I, I, I will say as one last point on this. I think sometimes it also really sucks because in the opposite direction, there is certainly something to be said about companies that do like rainbow washing or green washing, right? Where they're basically right. going to use that as an opportunity to be like, hey, once a year when Pride comes along, we're gay. Or once a year when Pride comes along, we're bi. Yeah, we're, we're suddenly we're coming out and then it's going to go away. We won't ever talk about it again. And then we're probably not going to do a lot of things to actually help the material conditions of LGBTQ plus people or the other people that are the, the quote woke quotient is getting raised for honestly yeah. and then it's like fuck you after that. june but on, that topic, yeah. but on that topic i'm starting to wonder if the, like if the problem is, is them or is it us right because are we not being honest about what capitalism is like these are corporations these are businesses they have one focus they're here to make money they don't yeah. give a fuck they exploit people all the time and we suddenly want them to like be masters at like feigning care for social justice <laughs> and marginalized group and other they exploit all you niggas every day <laughs> all day they fuck all She's of you they're trying to get to the bag like so yep. like to me rather than have an actual like larger conversation about capitalism and what that means in our society that we have these big corporations and all this power and all this money and they don't give a flying fuck about people instead we're like oh why don't you why don't you spread out the pretend across the year why <laughs> why just one no not just february no i think we should probably condemn capitalism that's my contribution i'm, I'm on board i agree i agree yeah, yeah. i, agree. I mean on time, one hand I, I don't want state-sponsored lego i want i want I want capitalist Lego. <laughs> I, I would like to every week Lego, I tell you. Uh, Lego so it could uh, you know be subsidized because that shit is expensive. But whoever, like whoever runs the right social justice Illuminati is watching this show with like a target on David's head, just like ready to poach him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> capitalist they, they tried. I, they tried. I, I said no. <laughs> government mandated girlfriend? No. Government mandated Lego set. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say that like I think that rainbow capitalism, it is good in the sense that like exposure normalizes it. Yeah, but at the same time, it is I so inherently that. gross because these same corporations that change their logos to rainbow flags, um, they contribute to anti-gay politicians. Like it's nothing more than marketing. They want gay <laughs> customers. So, yeah, it, capitalism is the problem, uh, full stop. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Joe, like like you were just mentioning, Joe Rogan had Matt Walsh on his show. This is on Spotify, has 11 million listeners to spout some of the most ascientific nonsense about trans people, like full on hate speech. This is not like just, you know, hey, they're getting a couple things wrong, but they're trying. No, it's just hate speech for like almost an hour and a half. And Spotify, that's the reason it, it pisses me off when they do that, because they will at the same time, they will run campaigns. They will run. We are proud of our LGBTQ plus, you know, uh, creators. Mm -hmm. We are proud of the community. We want to keep each other safe that's why we you know have terms of service and stuff like that but it's like no you can clearly see when, when it's like the largest program uh, on the entire network this is the largest audience that you have it's like yeah no they they'll allow it yeah they're fake friends that's what it is they're fake friends and 
you can't guns. really look more into that. Like uh, the the effect that they want it to have is, oh wow, Target changed their logo to the Pride flag. They support me, so I want to go buy from their store. And like when I was younger, in my you know sock dem days, when I was a little lib, it worked on me, right? But now that I'm like very explicitly anti-capitalist and i feel like you know the world is about to end and i'm much more cynical now it doesn't work on me it's just like oh great what if i looked at the comment section as they change their avatar on facebook and then i see a bunch of f slurs that's what i'll see now fuck you like it's just <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that is what you see by the way like i looked i did the dumb thing of looking at xbox's comment section never check what gamers have to say about social oh, issues no. um oh, but no. they changed their logo to the rainbow and it's oh my god it was bad why are you pushing this on our kids video <laughs> games are for kids how dare you? i'm like oh my god why did i look at the comments on facebook on of all places well that's what it's Facebook. Stuff like that. Facebook is what makes me like, makes me really, really hope for hell. Like I literally sometimes, like, I swear, I think about this like once a day. I be walking and I'm like, you know, I really hope that they're right. I really hope all these bigots that always, you know, they preaching that they, for whatever reason, they the ones that really believe in, you know, divine heaven and hell. And I'm like, I hope you're fucking correct. I hope you sizzle, nigga. Like, yeah. yeah, they're you all going to hell. Right. Y'all are some hundred percent horrible whack ass raggedy people like why are you so fucking hateful and how have you convinced yourself that there's any kingdom there's any kingdom in heaven that's fucking with that listen i pray listen i pray i pray there is a hell and i pray god let you buy tickets i hope you could like pick selections of people you can see sizzling out from heaven i'm like that's the entertainment Yes. Like, <laughs> I, hope you, I, hope, I didn't know there were spectator hope, seats. I hope when you wow. get to like I hope when you get to the gates of heaven for entrance. Is there is there like, like nosebleeds? Really like you gotta up? get way high up and away from the, the action to see it. Dog. I hope that there's like if there's an elevator to hell, if you was really like you was really fucking up on earth, God don't let you take the elevator, he just kick you in the back and just I'll just guy down to hell. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I have to go to hell. Um <laughs> Okay, all right. It's a nice thought at least, right? Like yeah. it, God, it does it that's a great point. It does make me long for like some sort of justice because some people like like the most evil people. Like, not only are they rich, but they live so long. I mean, think of Henry Kissinger. The man is 150 years old, and he just will not die. We're all no. waiting so we can celebrate. We've got the champagne ready. But the motherfucker will not but die. Even, even then, so you what, just, what like, do you, you celebrate? He you lived a very long life without some sort of, like, retribution in the afterlife, you know? I, I saw this conversation online a couple of months back, and it's like, you know, at this point, there is no, like, comeuppance for no. someone like Henry Kissinger. He Absolutely won. Yeah. He's going to, he, oh, he whenever won. he dies, he's going to live gonna a long, he will friends. have lived a long, consequence-free life. Yeah. Um, although I did see one uh, uh, reply to this, uh, that discourse on Twitter when I saw it, that, that did give me a little bit of hope, and that is that, uh, Henry Kissinger can still die in an extremely funny way. And then we'll get a little something <laughs> out of it. Like, it, he could still okay. die in a very ridiculous, over-the-top way that goes down in the record books as, like, you know, when you're reading the Wikipedia page of, like, you know, when you're Not looking good. back at, like, random people hundreds of years ago and you're reading their Wikipedia page and it's like, uh, John Smitherson died after a horse kicked him in the balls? Like, he could still <laughs> die in some really funny way. 
would it be a TOS violation if we like went around and each shared like the funny Probably. way that we hope he dies? <laughs> yes, yes, that yes. would. Well, not, <laughs> what, not, not, not. Okay, we can, we, can, we, we can make it more generic this is, though. This what is, all is a really funny way that anyone could die? Like, what is uh, a really funny way that I'll someone could how, die? I'll tell you how how I really how funny. I would like to die. Which well, is that, you want you want to die in a funny way? Well, I would like to be hit by an asteroid. Um, that's that's not like very that. funny, being that we would all be dead with you. No, yeah. no, not, like a giant one. not like a giant one, but like you know, like one that's small enough just to kill a me. David-sized asteroid. <laughs> yeah, small. So you want like a Donnie Darko type deal, but instead of a satellite, I don't think he I wants to know. He doesn't want to like count down. Instant, so that would be the boom. difference. Mm. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as instant as possible for sure would be the best way. But in but in terms of funny. I think that that is a different category, like altogether. Like I'm when I think of funny deaths, I think of like, I don't know, falling into something that you know. Well, the funniest are, death I've ever are. heard. The funniest death I've ever heard is hands down, the founder of Segway dying after his, oh, yeah. he rode his Segway off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, no, it doesn't get funny. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, true story. True story. Sure? I'm not lying. Yeah. yeah. Sure? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The founder of Segway died because he was riding his Segway and it went off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Purpose? I'm or being dead serious. Suicide? Wait, he was pull texting. Blair, did you say he was texting at Segway? No, no, no. Text. I think he was like texting, literally looking at his phone and just not paying attention. Off a cliff, nigga. Is this Looney Tunes? I have to add an addendum. It wasn't the it wasn't the founder of Segway. It was the former owner of like the company Segway, not the founder of the company. It was a different. I guess they had different owners over the years. But the owner of a Segway fell off a cliff while riding his Segway PT near his home. Well, that's, that's a way to go. go. Not wow. I'm not sure where we go from there. Uh, yeah, well, that's a hard well, segue. I think, I think if I was if I was an elderly man who uh, was uh, responsible for many atrocities throughout the world over my course of this uh, hypothetical uh, role I played in a big government. Uh, it would be very funny, I guess, if that person uh, would have died if they, I don't know, slipped on a banana peel, uh, which then uh, brought them into a, <laughs> they slipped on a banana peel and slipped for a very long time straight down the street into a garbage bin, but they were fine. But then at that same moment, a garbage truck was to lift that garbage bin up and throw it into the truck crushing him uh but he would still be alive and then as the as the truck is driving a uh huge mac truck hits that garbage truck causing a huge explosion uh he's still alive while the fire in the truck is i don't know i can keep going i can keep no no white man i will not allow y'all to just laugh while let's go see if i have in our midst like i want to i want to say that i knew Slytherin weeks back, right? Slytherin, that's what I said. Y'all saw her. Did y'all hear that? Y'all saw how he was very hell bent on us having this conversation, right? About funny deaths, and then he told a not so funny, scary story. (laughs) Highly specific. I think think multiple things happening to someone is very funny. So (laughs) (laughs) you just sound very like like a cartoon that's just not possible. Yeah, like a Looney Tunes type deal. Yeah. 
Okay. Do you remember I when people you. gave us feedback that we're not structured enough? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what makes that's what makes this show fun, though. That was that's what makes this show fun. There I don't want structure. Spontaneity for sure. Blair, you have the Google form, right? I I did oh, not I make a Google form tonight because I thought we were having a guest, so I was like. I'll chill out on that. It's, a, it's all right, Raul. I got I got plenty of fun clips for us all to share. Okay. Oh, clips! Share. I love clips. <laughs> I'm big. I'm big. On all right, clips. then let's do let's do Charlie Kirk. I'm not sure if you guys okay. saw this today, but oh, the witches! Oh, it's so good. oh, oh my goodness! We gotta Don't spoil burn it. The witches. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Well, I mean, like, is, there's there's there's. Is, I don't uh, think there's any favorite. way of predicting where we're about to go with this based on the limited amount of information I've already given out. What I've what I presented won't. Uh... Well, it. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Some people are emailing us, Charlie. Don't actually. Okay, wait, hold on, bit. hold on. Is this the guy that people like has the small head and then people yes. Photoshop it smaller? Yes, that's, yes. That's the only thing I know about this. There's, man. there's a website where you can make small it face, any size small you want. Face, big head, small face. No we're idea. not talking about. We're not. No, no, no. We're just talking about his face, not his, not his. Head. I don't know this man. Some people that's are all emailing you need to us, know. Charlie. Don't make fun of witches. They have a lot of power. That's not true. They do not have a lot of power, but they do have some. If they're really into it, I do believe there's some very dark spiritual implications and dynamics here. And look, I've encountered witches before. When I was it's once speaking, it's not a joke. <laughs> when I was once speaking at Legacy Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the land of enchantment, which is, in my opinion, the most outwardly pagan state remaining oh, in America. A lot of great Christians, but there's a lot of weird witchcraft that happens in New Mexico. Uh, I spoke at Steve Smotherman's <laughs> church, and I was talking about how I believe marriage was between one man and one woman. This was back in July of 2021. I'm not making a word of this up. Mikey could tell, attest to this. Our whole team can. And three you witches believe in witches, but not gay marriage. And maybe it was a coincidence. <laughs> maybe it wasn't, but I got super sick. <laughs> right after that again maybe it's a coincidence who knows maybe it's all a bunch of hold up let, let, let me just recap here so during a global pandemic he spoke to a massive crowd in the year 2021 <laughs> when covid was raging and he talked to three witches so that's why he got sick not because of the global spell? pandemic with a giant crowd but because three witches talked to him and specifically the spell that they used on him the was incantation <laughs> Yeah, it's some Shakespeare shit. <laughs> it it. <laughs> I don't know Pucky that. and all that, but that was uh, that was pretty chilling. And so uh, they they came into the church. And by the way, Steve Smotherman, great friend in Albuquerque, tells me they have witches that come into their church oh, all the time. <laughs> and you might oh, think it's all a bunch of nonsense, and it's all just a bunch of vapor. Or you might think that there's actually a spiritual war playing out. Obviously, I believe that those unclean spirits are subservient <laughs> to, oh! to Christ and to he the He thinks one he's God. Macbeth. I just realized that. Okay. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know. What, 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 there's no commentary to add there, really. Like, like, oh, my God. Like, this is what I don't appreciate, man. Like, this is, this is, oh, fuck. It, like, like you're gonna start talking about witches and wizards, like at least provide a rubric. At least provide a rubric. What was the, what were the requirements? Like, what is on your list of like three out of twelve things must be a present to be a witch? And what did they have? Like nothing. You just you, Charlie Kirk. You just okay, witches. How did you know? How did you know? Because it's New Mexico. They have girls. witches there. And, and he got sick. 
Remember. And why if you, if you with witches, if witches are bad, how come you was kicking with the witches? Why you was chatting up with the witches? If you if oh, you they, know witches, they approached so him. Yeah. So so they came from a distance, you know. And then they did a an incantation and and then he feels sick later. He doesn't know. He but he hasn't confirmed if they actually were witches. Could be three women being like, you know, put a mask on or don't cough on us. It, it, I don't it know. does sound it does sound like something he's totally like pulling out of his ass and making up. Like what the the night before uh a ghost visited him. Stolen witch valor? Like, Is that what you're saying? Charlie Kirk, like tomorrow that. you will, you will <laughs> be visiting. To put up a, a button down and a tie and go be that and go act that ass. And like that, no, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. Like, there should be some kind of law. You can't put banners on your videos and give your parents yeah. the news Get when you start talking quality. shit like this. What are you talking about? What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about with the witches? Oh, Folks, I have some breaking news, by the way, about this. We have found the witches in question. <gasps> um, I actually have what? a photograph here that I'm sharing. Oh, wow. um, if it will let me share it. I have to add a stream. There we go. Sister! There we go. <laughs> 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 the witches. I mean, that's science. Uh, right honestly, there. seems legit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Unreal. I wasn't ready for that. Thank you. It's honestly unreal ridiculousness. Well, I mean, that's not really far off. This is really cartoonish just for a grown adult to be doing this as a show. To have, like, I I have a news show. Let me tell you about when the witches cast me. Also, <laughs> you can't in the same breath tell me in the same breath you can't tell me you believe in witches but not gay marriage. I'm not, I'm not going. I, that, it's not, it's, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not going. Because it wasn't Jesus who told you about the witches. For sure I know it. That's not a Jesus thing. <laughs> I guess that way you, I don't understand. What's happening? What's up? Like, you seem real imaginative, Speedy. You seem like you could imagine a lot of stuff, but you can't wrap your head around gay people that's really fucking you up. But you can see witches. <laughs> I think it makes it so much funnier because like as he's describing this story about how witches cast a spell on him he has to like be very specific and be like you know it was at a conference and I was talking about how I believe marriage should be between a man and a woman and I feel like that makes it more funny but if you if you were to watch this live I actually checked out the live stream for this his chat was ignoring everything that he was saying and they were just doing pronoun jokes back and forth like they were very stuck on one pronoun joke in particular somebody had said um, it, it was a user named Daffy for president. It was very sub like substantial. And they said, my, my name is Michael Jackson and my pronouns are he, he. And the chat just was busting a gut for like Sorry. 10 minutes. That's, and that's like that's like one of those old like uh, chain mail type jokes. Like that's <laughs> not funny. At all. It's so stupid. Well, it's also the one joke. It's always the one joke. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, upon thinking about it as we've been talking, I do believe that he was visited by these three witches because that would totally explain uh, his ever shrinking face and his growing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people told me on they Twitter. Put that spell they, on him. <laughs> they, they were like, "No, the witch has shrunk his face." Lance, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that. I apologize. I would have made that tweet if I'd known that he was a victim of an incantation." <laughs> Charlie Kirk is Beetlejuice in that end scene where the head shrinking guy uh, <laughs> that dude puts was some awesome. dust on his head. <laughs> Haters are going to say that that uh, photos that they see of his head shrinking is photoshopped. It's not. It's a spell, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, 
I'm sad I didn't prepare questions because now I can't wrangle y'all in and we're out here talking about witches. <laughs> oh, what's, what's, what's next, David? What else you got for us? Bring us more clips. Yeah, I got three clips. We're on track I to have the most now, or should I, should I spread them out or what? No, nah, let's throw them, let's throw I, them all I, I out. Right, and then right. if we well, need more, we can just grab stuff as we go. This one is maybe a little more a little more serious, but it's still it's it's a Fox News clip because this is a jumping off point. But um, we will we will watch. Cue it up. What do we got? Who? What's the show? Who's it on? It is the Fox and Friends, as you see here, and uh, they're talking about uh, the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, and uh, all of a sudden, these Fox News hosts, at least Brian Kilmeade, is surprised to find out that regulation might actually be a good thing. <laughs> the audio is, is your, is the audio load? Yeah, it's loading me. Yeah. It's quite loading. Yes. Let's see if this, uh, Brian Kilmeade was visited by three witches who took away his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also only getting one ear, but I can't, this is not my clip. So whatever. Say is, uh, I, I knew nothing about these derailment numbers. I'm stunned by it. Mm -hmm. That we have thousands of derailments all the time and what, that, how costly it is and and how they're not kept up and maybe the regulation needs to be there i think there needs to be uh, there's a widespread sentiment to have a, a look at the whole rail industry what the lobbyists are doing and and what the actual i heard there were three people on that train of how many cars ten, uh 20 of which had chemicals in it. somebody at the front somebody at the back is this baby's first government oversight is good actually <laughs> Wait, yeah, so does, does Brian Kilmeade want the government to tell a corporation how many employees need to be staffed on a train? Who does he think he is? I mean, this is, this is like you, like you, this baby brain shit. This is like obvious to anyone who's been paying attention to, I don't know, anything since, I don't know, I guess the Reagan years, if not even before that. But it seems like a lot of that deregulation started uh, then and continued throughout every single Republican presidency and probably under uh, Clinton and Obama too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of what course, saying sounds like in case you don't know, um, on, on this derailment in, in particular, like Trump, Trump's administration derailed or derailed the, uh, they deregulated the industry to the point where ECP brakes were not required on trains with hazardous material, which may have uh, led to this disaster being worse than it actually was. Okay. Not to mention the other deregulation and then the, the layoffs by this company that led to less people being on the trains. Like it's, it's a whole, like the issue, the, the the heart of the issue is deregulation, which the Republican Party, that's that's what they're all about. But David, and I have Ryan a counterpoint. Kilmeade is just now realizing this. I, I have to counterpoint that. What about if you show up and you give everyone McDonald's? Does that make it better? And uh, sign some hats. Politically, yeah. it, it actually may. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, actually. I was like, whoa, he's yeah. using his own partially, uh, you are to blame a little bit here, natural disaster as a press op. And, and it's probably going to have a good effect for him, which is pretty. Yeah, in case up. people don't, I think so don't know what we're talking about, uh, Donald Trump showed up to East Palestine, Ohio, I think yesterday, and uh, showed up at McDonald's there, bought everyone McDonald's, and then talked about, you know, how people are, you know, working hard to to get you all help and all this stuff, all this trash. This is after, of course, <laughs> he deregulated the rails. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so blatant, so shameless. He also yeah, condescended he's, he's the workers in large part the responsible. So he should, in theory, be afraid to show his face unless he's going to apologize. But no, I think that this is optically and politically very good for him because oh, while he is there, um, you know, he can he can run this ad. See, I was in East Palestine with Americans while Biden was in Ukraine. Who was there for you? Like it's 
I, I think that politically the Biden administration is kind of fucked up by not doing more and not going there sooner. Um, and I think that this is going to be a political win for Trump, for sure. If you look at like the videos, they were like really excited that he was there, not just like celebrity, but like the things that they were saying. It was like, oh, thank you for coming. I'm so glad you didn't forget about us. And even if he is doing this in a very cynical way, obviously, I think that there still is some intrinsic value to just like a high profile figure going there and bringing attention to an issue that they feel isn't being covered enough. So I think that like what Trump did is really great for him, um, bad for the country. But like Democrats need to learn from Republicans uh, when it comes to politics and just know how to play politics better. Um, and, and like it shouldn't like we shouldn't be discussing politics in the context of like an environmental e ecological disaster like this. But you, you kind of have to because our system just doesn't care about people. We care about corporations. It's a late stage capitalism. Right. But like for Trump to go there, even just for like a quick 10 minute speech and to bring bottled water like that looks good, you know. Oh, absolutely. He it brought was, uh... a dozen cases. Only a dozen cases, according to a local news report, of bottled water. Oh, well, <laughs> there's said thousands. He's so full of shit. There's real. There's a really funny thing he said too about the water, where uh, he called the water he was bringing Trump water, uh, oh. and then he he said that they didn't have enough Trump water, so they also brought some lower quality water. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person that can get away with shit like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for, for Biden to be in Ukraine, for Pete Buttigieg to actually, Pete showed up today, I think, after, uh, you did. know, 23 days or 20 days. So, yeah. Um, also, but... I want to say that it, I, I don't want people, I, I think it's a, also, a, I'm not saying any of you did this, but I, I've seen this. I was on the majority report earlier today and. Uh, there was people who said that Biden shouldn't have gone to Ukraine. He should have went to, uh, you know, here, you know, right here instead. Um, I mean, there's no reason why he couldn't do both. It's not a either or game here. It's not like one is more important than the other. This didn't just happen in Ohio. Biden could have easily uh, went in the uh, w weeks earlier and still had time to go to his uh, visit in Ukraine. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I also want to point out that Pete Buttigieg, like he's usually pretty good at dismantling like the right wing talking points. But in this instance, he is he's like shitting the bed. Um, he was asked about Trump going there and um, his response was something to the effect of, well, you know, I'd love for him to call for uh, the regulations to be put back in place. You know, that'd be a great help. But it's like, OK, I get that. I understand that you have to say this, but you have power right now. You have yeah, to build the like, power. If yeah, he deregulated, not... you can re-regulate. So you can't that's just That's your like... job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really bizarre for him to say, well, Trump should be asking for this. Then he'll be calling you out for not doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what right. are you talking about? You're the secretary it, It's of like, what are you even expecting? And there was this uh, Daily Caller reporter who approached Pete Buttigieg before he went to East Palestine. And, you know, it's it's a bad faith propaganda outlet, right? But the questions that she was asking were genuine, like, hey, are you going to go to East Palestine? What do you have to say to the people who were affected? And he was just a complete dick to her and then uh, ignored her. Oh, I'm, this is personal time now. He's with his husband. And then he stopped to take a picture of her. It's like, OK, can you imagine if this happened on the opposite side? I think that, you know, Democrats would rightfully condemn a public official who is refusing to talk to press, even if it's a propaganda outlet. So it's like I, you see 
optical disaster after PR disaster, and then Trump swoops in, looks like the fucking hero after he's the one whose deregulation caused this. It's just so frustrating. And the lesson is going to be overall that, oh, see, Trump cares about us. When in actuality, nobody's really talking about the policies and the deregulation that led to this. And it's not like the only disaster. So back in 2018, I don't know if you all remember this in the U.S. So there was this um, lettuce shortage. I shouldn't say shortage, but you'd go into the grocery store and you couldn't find fucking romaine lettuce. And the reason for that was because there was an E. coli outbreak. Dozens of people were sick and hospitalized. And one rule that could have prevented this was taken away by Donald Trump. So, like, we've seen so many disasters as the result of deregulation. But everybody, and when I say everybody, I mean, like, voters in particular, tend to focus on the politics instead of the policy. Um, and Democrats, like, as wrong as they are, they try to focus more on policy, whereas Republicans focus on the politics angle of it. So it's like substance versus, like, you know, rhetoric and whatnot. And there needs to be like a molding of these things and Democrats need to actually take action. But they also have to look at the politics angle of this and how they're being viewed right now. Because if I lived in East Palestine, I'd be fucking pissed. I'm like, it's it's been how many weeks now and the president hasn't visited? Like, this is a massive disaster. Like, this it's whole all- area might be uninhabitable. We don't know. It's also it's very simple. Like it, this is not complicated stuff. Just show up there, and, and like it, even I, I get it, Biden's in Ukraine or whatever. Pete Buttigieg should have been there way earlier, or as as, right. as Binder said, uh, Biden could have gone earlier. Like there, there's no, there's really no excuse, and it's as simple as showing up. You show up. It, that's that's enough for a lot of people is to, is to see that hey, our leadership actually actually cares. They're actually here, even though again, yes, what actually matters is policy and what's actually being done. But when it comes to you know, winning elections, when it comes to gaining support, if you're not showing up, then you're going to lose a lot of people who who largely, you know, aren't into politics. Like the, the, that's kind of what you're losing here, because Trump, I don't think is going to gain any any Democratic voters from doing this. But what you do possibly gain are people who are disillusioned completely from like by the political system. But you have Trump showing up and doing what he does. And that can be enough for some people to, to kind of activate them. I know. Speak for yourself, yeah. David. Trump saying he brought some lesser quality water really won me over. I think he's got my vote. He's, he's entertaining. He's that's yeah. why he wins this show. Like, he's entertaining for a lot of people, and that, that's part of his appeal. Which is, it's crazy that that's entertaining, but that that is. I, I want. Yeah. I also want to point out though that, like, obviously, this is an important conversation in terms of how. Um, you know, Democrats fuck up on the messaging and the you know the visuals uh, and the mm-hmm. the story that comes out of this from the media, but I also don't want to um, uh, miss um, the, the what's right in front of us here, and that's the reason why Trump did this. And quite honestly, I don't think it had anything to do with Biden. Um, this is his way of digging in at Ron DeSantis. That's where Trump is right now. That's where his mind is right now. This is calling out DeSantis and saying, I own the base and I'll continue to own the base because I continue to pretend to be the voice of the people when you guys don't. I'm still pretending to be that populist and the people, the base believes it. You guys don't have that. You will never have it. What stopped Ron DeSantis? We're talking about what stopped Biden from going there. What stopped Ron DeSantis from going there? He's running for president. He's got the he's oh, got to face Trump first. This is going to be fresh. Which is why which is why he's he running. It would, it would he's be, running. I, I know, but but he he hasn't announced. It'd be super weird. He if went to Staten. He just went to Staten. 
He no, just went to Staten Island to talk to the he? NYPD. Oh he God. knows oh, really? he's running. He's running. Yes, Binder, then he Binder. definitely should have been there. Yeah, oh, wow. Binder, yeah. A thousand percent Binder, you're on fire. Yep. Well, yep. and to add to Binder's point, I don't know if you saw, but Trump put out a truth on Truth Social, whatever the fuck he calls it. And he was attacking yeah. Ron DeSantis for wanting to cut Social Security and Medicare, calling him an elitist. Um, so that whole being this populist is, uh, I think, definitely part of it as well. Uh, and when, while we're on the subject of him, I've just got to point out that he said probably the most honest thing, the most real thing ever. Like he walked into a McDonald's and he's like, I probably know this menu better than you. And it's like, you know what? I believe and it was condescending right the afterwards, truth. too. <laughs> it was yeah, it, it's unfortunate, but he, he was likable in that clip. Like he was yeah. talking about how these all these workers here look amazing. Like he was very kind. He he, he bought he bought the McDonald's for the firefighters, everyone that mm -hmm. like this. You know, it's 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 very, very basic politics. Yeah, it's very, very simple politics. shit. And it's, if you know it's, anything it's at all about Trump and stuff, policy you know? and what he's done, it, it, you know, none of it holds. But yeah. on the surface level, Flint that's also, all by people the way. care about a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, he went to Flint, Michigan in 2016. That made a difference. Oh, I'm listen. I grow weary. Why is our bar is so low on the ground for white men? Son? Like, ain't nothing cute about that job at a hot white supremacist talking shit. Like, we need to stop. We need to stop. We need to raise our bar for charismatic or entertaining. Like, honestly, I agree. But this, this is point, where. Like, but this is to... what we're just analyzing. What actually works right now, and this is what's working right now. Like that's unfortunate but that's what's working, working. Mm -hmm. on, and I, I mean honestly is it is it working is anybody new being mobilized i think it's more like i said i i feel like what is happening right here we're just being i feel like we're observing some intracommunal shit this is republican mm -hmm. on republican this is trump on the sand i feel like that's what is happening more so i don't think he's he's not mobilizing anybody no one new is in nobody new like it's fine out but donald trump from this and like oh this is it. Like, there's nothing. There's no deviation. He's doing more of the same, but he's doing something to demonstrate a message to to DeSantis. That's what this is. I don't think he's getting anybody new. I don't think anybody's new. No one knew saw it and was like, "Hey, I didn't like that guy, but hey, that Trump might be one charismatic son of a bitch." I don't think that happened. I don't think that right. went down. Right. I think he just got on DeSantis' right, yeah. fucking nerves. That's what he did. Right. No one. No one who was like, you know, I was going to vote for Biden, but then I saw that Trump went to uh, yeah, no East Palestine. But <laughs> People in East Palestine who met Trump and shook his hand right. and got that free McDonald's and a Trump uh, Make America Great Again hat, that that might be all they needed to push them from even thinking about voting for DeSantis or whoever else or anyone. Uh, in the Republican primary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they are now 100 oh, yeah. percent for Trump. You know, that, that that's that sealed the deal for anyone who met Trump that day. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I, I went to school in Ohio. That's actually where I moved there. I spent most of my time in the States in Ohio. And I can assure you, they weren't thinking about Biden. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> they didn't stand a chance. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, a presidential candidate bought me a Big Mac. Trump. I'd start to listen to what they had to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd at least stay for like an ice cream cone or something. Yeah, what's no, going I, on with Ohio, by the way? I mean, there was an explosion this week, too, at some factory. I mean, yeah. all hell is breaking. The fish are all dying. The, the birds are dying. The cows are all dying. The the, all the animals are dying. In the world. But I, I, like, oh, you know, we, we try. We moved on as a world by paying attention. But, like, I don't know if y'all remember when a global pandemic broke out that hasn't left yet. <laughs> yeah, all, still there. all hell is breaking out. I mean, it's been, it's been a string of unfortunate events. <laughs> Like, yeah. It is, it is or the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. 
it's it's giving very last chapter of the Bible. It's been giving that for a while. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> derailment, you say. Well, uh, we can lighten up a little bit. I got a George Santos clip. Mm. Hmm. Ah, is, George Santos. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you all saw what happened this week, but no, uh, okay. Well, the, no spoiling because this is good. This shit's good. I, I I really enjoyed this. Did he finally wear drag? Oh, <laughs> no. oh, even better. Did you all think people would find this? Hold up, hold up. Well, hold on. Spoiler alert. This guy still know. has this guy still has a show somewhere. So, somewhere. <laughs> oh, he didn't know, know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's been he's been battling people on the right now instead. Kind of Pierce Morgan, as the right, centrist. Right. Yeah. Did you all think people would find this out? You know, Pierce. Not after I. You're, had... not, you're not running to be like a reality TV. No, star, no, I understand. Right? You know, if you if you were going on Celebrity Apprentice, which I went on, right? It doesn't matter. You can embellish stuff about yourself. Nobody cares, right? To run for Congress of the United States and to just tell blatant lies about even your academic record, I'm just struck, not necessarily that a politician would lie, but that you would think no one would find out. Well, I'll, I'll humor you this. I ran in 2020 for the same exact seat um, for Congress, and I got away with it then, and I guess... <laughs> right. Well, that's not nice. wow. this is an SNL skit. No, I didn't think so. There you go. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. Hold on, wait, no, ass. No, that's a skit, right? No, he came clean. This is legit. This is real. I have a second I'm... clip. I have a second clip. If you want, the other, another clip. Second clip. You want the second clip? Okay, yes. you guys are enjoying this. All right, I'll bring the second clip in. <laughs> I just gotta pull it up here because uh, I covered this earlier this week. It, this was this was uh, hilarious news to me pause, because uh, you know I, I thought he would that. just keep it going. And right. <laughs> what what? I have no choice but to stand from this moment forward. Hold on, from oh, this no, moment forward. No, from this moment forward, no George Santos slander will get by me. That motherfucker. Hold on. <laughs> That's the, most, that's the most gangster shit I ever seen in my life. He said, hey, I'll humor you this, nigga. I got away with it already. <laughs> he, said, hey, well, he said, how would I think I could get away with it? Well, nigga, I already did. And what? And what? I'm in Congress, bitch. And what? So he blinked. He did this. He said, what? And he said, well, I'll tell you what. I ran already. Nah. <laughs> and what, what's all, what's also incredible is that you hadn't heard about this already. Like the fact that this isn't even news that he came out. He's like he's like yeah, I'm a big fat liar, and like he's still in Congress. And, you know, everything's the fine. Minute, like the minute we get off this show, I'm gonna make a video about it because this is the best thing. <laughs> okay, well, here's, here's another one. Here's another one. I think that part of your process of your cathartic process of redemption, if you like, it's got to start from. I've been a terrible liar. I mean, would you be prepared to say that? Sure. Like I said, well, well, I've been a terrible liar on, the, okay. on those subjects. And, and what, what I tried to convey to the American people is I made mistakes of allowing the pressures of what I thought needed to be done in order this gets to... Good. Listen, this, listen. this wasn't about tricking anybody. This wasn't about 
just it's it's yes, he was. no 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 let, let me <laughs> finish things about tricking people let, let me finish <laughs> it wasn't about tricking people this was about getting accepted by the party i think <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You have to be a pathological liar to be accepted by the party. Oh <laughs> like, wow. That's what he is saying. Yo, he said, I wanted to just, didn't I say weeks back, my man's is just, this is just an experiment. He just, yo, yo, I loved, I, you know what? I knew I said it. I went, man, y'all told the story, but the, with the Hayden ass roommate with the Burberry scarf, I knew I was on his side then. I knew I was on his side. Yo, son. Did. Where, where he gotta, bro? Oh, damn! I boy, I this is the first time I really wish I could vote. <laughs> I, I wish I could vote. <laughs> I'm campaigning for George. What you talking about? Trump is likable. That nigga's likable. Okay, what? I fuck with him. I don't know. His, Yo, some of the shit he's not. Yo, you saw his. Yeah, his you saw the application on that. He didn't break a sweat. He said, he said, I'll humor you this. Got away with it already. He said, he said, would you be prepared to say you're a terrible liar? Sure. And what? And what? <laughs> he said, oh, you were trying to fool the people? He said, no, I did. But no, I was trying to fool the party and I did that too. <laughs> ah, that's a gangster. Yo, that uncancel this week. I, I'm going to vote at the end of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he's actually hurt disagree. people's lives. Like, he stole he money let a dog people. die. He let a dog die. <laughs> <laughs> Doggy dog world, David. <laughs> wow, well, geez, I guess so. Uh, I dropped the link in the chat to his Smule account that leaked. I don't know if these were songs that he sang when he was in drag, but he uh, there's like 20 minutes of video um, of him just singing. It's not video, it's audio, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if that's germane to the conversation, but I feel like it may it's be in the video, though. It's just like audio. The George Sandoz biopic is gonna go so fucking crazy. Oh, it's gonna go. Oh, hard. I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait to get the behind the scenes. This this motherfucker is <laughs> iconic. Like it is, it's iconic. <laughs> His excuse is still it's it's hilarious to me because like yes, you have to lie to be in the party, obviously, but you yeah. don't have to lie about being in on Hannah Montana. Like or, you don't or have to lie about dying musical. in nine eleven. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> not lies you have yes. to make, really. And <laughs> and yet and yet he did. And he achieved, okay? Y'all better what this this hard working man. <laughs> I have Did one more him on the show. Bro, no. oh God, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I have one more clip, but this one he actually oh, lies. No? So in this that's, interview he he lied like set. of course because it's him, he lies again. But uh this is so I, I can I'll explain how he lied after I uh show you this let me just turn the audio up on my end let me know is the audio still really low or because i have a little thing here that can lower can uh, higher the volume low. but i'm not sure if it's actually working yeah it's, it's a little bit low okay i probably can't do much then but let's see i've always made this as a party favor joke and it's i've done it on stages across what's funny country. about cl falsely no, claiming you're jewish no 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 not falsely claiming i'm jewish i'd always say i'm i was raised catholic but i come from a jewish family so that makes me jew Ish. But again, it's always was... been a party favor. Everybody's always laughed. I'm and sure now that they, everybody's I'm, canceling, does it make it normal? I never said I was. I've always, I, I've, I've, I've said you were. And I would always say, but my grandparents are Jewish on my mother's ish. side. It's so a vibe. I'm Jew ish. 
Mm. That was always a joke. Everybody used to laugh it up. I said it to a room with a thousand people in November. People were hysterically laughing. It was funny to them. They loved it. I don't think Jewish people find it funny. Uh, they were Jewish. I was in a room with the Republican you Jewish, think Jewish coalition. People find it funny. Oh my the God! He did that. I have a Jewish friend. No apparent <laughs> background of any Jewish heritage whatsoever. Look at the hate in his eyes from here. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So that this last bit, this is like this is the the blatant lie right here. I'll show you. No one can find it. I think a lot of Jewish people would find that offensive. I I, I beg differ. When we were at the RJC in November, I've always made this as a. So he claims the RJC in November <laughs> laughed at the fact that he claimed he was Jewish. Well, this is the statement they released after he came, after it came out that he was not Jewish. We are very disappointed in Congressman-elect Santos. He deceived us and misrepresented his heritage. So they did not think it was a joke. They thought he was Jewish. This is not, they were not laughing in the room about him being Jewish. So, so he still had to lie to George Santos in that interview. Personally, I hate a snitch, so nobody asked him for that statement. Like, let my let my nigga cook. Like, let him cook. Like, at this point, just let him cook. Like, okay, he's already established. Like, honestly, it's ridiculous. You know. You know, in, in, in the law, when we recognize that somebody is a pathological lie, when they have a history of lying, you do not put them on the stand because their credibility is going to be thrown. You can't question them. If you want to interview a nigga who done told you I'm a pathological liar, that's on you. You're looking for the truth. He told you the truth doesn't live here. He done yeah. said that. He said, I'm here for lying. I love lies. Lies are fun. And I get away with it. And then you sitting up there in his face expecting him to tell the truth. He is a method actor. I done told you all that this motherfucker is the greatest actor of our time. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious, bro. I mean, it probably takes a good actor to pull this off, to lie this yeah. much, to lie that often, to, to, to know this oh, statement yeah. is out there in public and you still lie about them laughing at your joke in this interview on television. <laughs> like, come on. I, like, when I say to you, Think about how sinister, like, I would love to be, like, a fly on the wall of the indoors of what this motherfucker's doing. Is that, what is he, what kind of normal, like, he's given old boy from um, Christian Bates in that, in Christian Bates, you know what I'm talking American about. American Psycho. Yes, bang. Because something ain't right, boy. Something ain't, you see, looking at him, the fact that my man's, listen, that is the most even face to just make up a whole, this, just his whole aesthetic is the one that is very, like, eh. and the way he's looking at Pierce, just. <laughs> it's like it's like it's all good right now motherfucker but you're gonna come up missing <laughs> oh, he's, probably, he's probably got some more skeletons in that closet he has to like th there's a lot more that we don't know for sure but we will i love it wow i'm gonna get That's me a george just... santo shirt <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, this man is hilarious. Like the movie is gonna go crazy. Like I literally I cannot wait till the day they have the documentary, like the scary documentary about all the shit you found. Oh, it's gonna be excellent. Like he he's probably like a legitimate psycho. Like there's probably some real like mm -hmm. cause what's yeah. up? But he and he just there's something, there's something, there's something really Really gangsta about that, that I just can't help but uh, it, I, I think where it's so movie-ish, the same way you know you watch a movie about a bad character, but you know mm -hmm. they're the they're the protagonist, so you're invested in that bad character's bullshit because. Wow! Look at the ball! Look at the balls on you, my guy! Like look at the <laughs> balls on you! And I just, I just can't help but notice. And it's some gangster shit. When last did you see anybody that, that was the most Bahamian shit I ever seen? Like only Caribbean people <laughs> do shit like that. Like what? What do you mean? 
<laughs> he said, I thought, I don't know what he, when he said all human you this, I thought he was going to like start defending himself. This motherfucker said, he answered the actual question. Like my parents, Morgan said, I, is that you? I can't believe you thought you could fool people. And he said, well, nigga, I did it already. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? What do you mean you can't believe? Why would I believe that? He said, based on evidence and history, I made an informed calculation that 100% of the time thus far, I pull that shit off. So I'm likely to pull it off again. A gangster. A gangster. I have to stand. You have no chance. Like, this is how we know that you're such a good defense attorney because, like, you're single-handedly <laughs> raising his approval rating. I know. <laughs> raising those stocks. Stocks are soaring right now. That's really me, me in court, son. <laughs> when I win, when I when I'd win um, bail arguments, I really thought I'd lose. I'm like, oh shit, I got that off. I'm like, oh judge, <laughs> you heard you let me do that. Okay, excellent. All right, great, you're going for it. <laughs> we love to see it. That's I mean, the best. There, there is something just naturally, naturally sort of. I'm not saying you have to like him. Or he's a you know good guy, obviously. But there is something likable about someone who basically just looks at this like the system and basically pulls you know pu pulls over their own pulls the wool over their own eyes. Like he basically just said like, I came in, I lied to all of you, I showed what a, you know a bunch of bullshit this whole thing is. And here I am, and I will face no consequences for it based on the fact that he's still a congressman. True. You picked the right party. I mean, I, the Democratic Party, I think, would not, they would not allow such a thing. No, I don't think so. But that's the thing, he made it a but, And, and that's, that shows their weakness. Like, that, that's the issue with them. Or it just shows somebody's willing, like, honestly, this is really, this is a masterclass in, in, in being really honest about what you're dealing with and saying, fuck the rest of the audience. That man looked at the Republican Party and said, foolery, foolishness here. This is what it is. It is not a game of truth and credentials and blah, 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 blah. He said, let's start doing mess. Let's do mess. Let's <laughs> run it up. And we and that's that is what he said. He said, listen, this is a party of buffoons. So what he just told me, he's like, listen, but, no, okay, no, no, I'm not trying to fool the people. I, he's like, I'm trying to give these people exactly what it is that I know that they like. And he's right. That's the thing about it. He's absolutely fucking correct. He is in Congress. That is Chef's kiss, like that's not on anybody other than, you know, us. And honestly, I don't know what it says about the other side too, because you know, I'm I'm hanging off the left, and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Color me impressed. <laughs> Color me impressed. Like wow. Like if he worked for somebody, like do you realize? If it, like depending on, we don't know what Georgetown has real agenda is. We don't know. That's not even that man's real name. We have no idea. Like that man is. He has is three he names. Really, His name's also like Anthony four, four names, actually, if you can include performance names. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't know who, who who created him, who sent him, who mm -hmm. sent him to destroy his B613. Like, we don't real. know. Like, so yeah. we don't know. Like, he could be Severus Snape. We don't know. He might be, he might be there for us. We have no idea. Like, we have no idea <laughs> when this we'll sent know. him. Like, <laughs> I'm like, the world may never know. Find out next on Dragon Ball Z. I'm waiting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just dropped a story in the chat. I don't know if you guys want to talk about this. It is very, very spicy. Lots and lots of gay slurs. But I don't know how many of you are familiar with the log cabin Republicans. 
Yeah, um, basically, they're gay Republicans who try to convince everyone else that the Republican Party is welcoming and inclusive. So the Log Cabin Republicans has an affiliate organization called Outspoken, and they just announced their list of new ambassadors to the program. It's mostly self-loathing gay and trans people. But one of the individuals who they hired is quite literally a self-identified homophobe. And there's a video that we have queued up right now where she just she says it like she says everything um so content warning slurs here but this is who a gay republican organization hired as an ambassador hey f are you are you being serious right now you're going to say that our society is a homophobic dumpster fire our society literally puts on a pedestal and worships oh, them like they're know. god wait hold on press the pause, press pause for a second. <laughs> no. as as she's dropping that f-bomb every two seconds she's also arguing that you're trying to say we live in a homophobic society <laughs> it's yeah. like what what no it's I, really, uh, it's really like you you can't you can't put that word on twitch i'm gonna have to delete my vod as anyone else who's on twitch right now turn your vods oh. off or yeah oh really <laughs> you can't, oh, you can't play that on twitch yeah that one's a hard okay i'll delete my vod too yeah. i had no idea yeah okay. i mean i assumed but I didn't well then i will not continue that. this because i assume it just, get, just gets worse <laughs> yeah, no, no. i got two things to say about her though leave this image up one yeah. i really like that she chose the royal blue to complement the orange in her skin I think that really helped bring that out. And number two, she's kind of acting like one of those, like, you know, like in middle school, there would be the kid that learned like some new curse word and they couldn't stop saying oh, yeah. it, but they didn't really contextually understand its impact. That's kind of what she sounds like. I know she understands what the F slur means, but the way she says it sounds like she has no fucking idea what it actually means. Like she's like, oh, this will piss people off. I can just say this and sprinkle it in yeah these people are so, mm -hmm. people. These people are so ass um but the the response to criticism from the organization itself is almost more un uh, more unhinged than her so i'm going to post the link here for david to share if you all want to watch it this one does not have slurs i pre-watched it but this is the <laughs> official response i'm assuming from um criticism even from republicans uh brad palumbo washington examiner he's a gay conservative he wrote an article denouncing this so there were like legit questions like hey, this is the only outreach that we have to gay people and trans people. Um, and this is the response here that you're going to see. Um, it's another ambassador who I think is just like a mean character. Um, and yeah, this is what is they uh, they think of gay people. This is Steve from Outspoken USA. I'm your director of liberal outreach. Today, I would like to give a gratitude post to journalist Kyle Mantaila of Right Wing Watch for his impeccable skills of journalism in uncovering Isabella Riley Moody, who is a known homophobe. She has just been appointed an ambassador for Outspoken USA. I have no idea how she slipped through the cracks, but I want to thank you so much Kyle, for uncovering this dirt. I'm going to use my influence to do whatever I can to boot this homophobe out of our ranks. Thank you so much. Jesus. I like, that's confused. their response. Like, how can you take them seriously? And another, I watched a couple of the ambassador videos. Another one of the ambassadors was like, my goal here is to make sure that we crush this old myth that Republicans don't like gay people. It's like, you are the class of 2023 with somebody who is openly homophobic. Like, are they, like, what are they, I don't even know how to process this. Like, are they doing this for attention? Are they doing this just to, for shock? 
it's so unhinged. And it's not like the log cabin Republicans have ever been taken seriously by anyone. Like they've been marginalized by Republicans as they try to like pretend as if the party is accepting. Like they've been marginalized at CPAC and have struggled to get booths. So it's not like they were ever taken seriously, but it, it's so it's so bizarre, so like beyond parody that I don't even have words. Yeah, it's like Jin in David's chat says it feels like a psyop. Hmm. It's very weird. I don't even know what to say to that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just lost. I didn't yeah. know this was a thing. <laughs> this is a whole world I didn't know existed. I followed the log cabin Republicans for a very long time because they are like, I'll be honest, they're lol cows, but they've always tried to be like very serious and very um, adamant about no, the Republican Party is a place for LGBTQ plus people. They're welcoming. Don't buy the mainstream media narrative. But like they've just gone full Joker mode at this point in time. And I think it's a really funny phenomenon to watch and, and a little bit sad as well, because like the Why people affiliated with it are self-loathing. Like they what do is... hate themselves. Um, they're what trying is... to look for a place in the GOP that obviously doesn't want them. But like this move here is so bizarre. Right. I mean, the whole role of the log cabin Republicans was to white whitewash how, uh, you know, the right thinks of uh, gays and lesbians. And I'm not even going to go down the line of the rest of the LGBTQ people because they never pretended even to care about them. It was only mm -hmm. to convince gays and lesbians that the Republican we'll Party. Yeah. Um, and there was never a place for it. But now there it's super obvious as every gay or lesbian uh, anyone LGBTQ is a groomer and a pedophile to the right wing. So log cabin Republicans got to play game. They got to play ball game now uh, that they're the good ones. They're the mm -hmm. good gays in the Republican Party. Uh, there's there's, you know, and, and this is what they got to do, basically, to, to, do, to try to do that. Yeah. Last thing that I'll say about this is I'm so sad that they didn't recruit Dave Rubin. He literally would have been like just perfect. <laughs> for um for this group like he would have fit right in because their website is like a fake news not not fake news but it's like it's a bullshit like news sensationalist thing and it's all just articles of them shitting on gay people and trans people for being like too woke or bullying um it's insane to me it's insane i got three I... more clips go ahead let's do this <laughs> I'm just all right. You want it? All right, all right, all right. Let's do it. I'm um, processing this log cabin shit. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is uh is a Shapiro hit right here. Uh, he made some comments this week about oh. the uh, living wage. Ah uh, yes, that no such thing. It's a banger. Interesting. Well, I mean, first of all, the wage to cost of living gap would not exist in the absence of regulation and subsidy. At least, not nearly as much. The fact of the matter is that one of the reasons you have housing shortages in blue areas is because of development restrictions that are largely created by the left. The reason that you have massive inflation right now is, again, because of left-wing financial policy. It tends to be that wages... Let's, before we even get to the wage part, a left-wing housing policy is is guaranteed housing for all, is public housing. That That's not... There is no guaranteed housing for all in America. The idea that the... That the the left is the reason why people are homeless, why there's a lack of housing for people, uh, affordable housing is completely ridiculous. Uh, you can blame both parties, of course, but the Democratic Party is not the left. But that's how they throw everyone into the same, into the same bucket. But anyways. It, it tends to be that, that wages 
move in tandem with costs, generally speaking, because again, there is no such thing as a non-living wage. Nobody dies on their wage. That, that, that is not what? a thing. What? What? Nobody yeah, dies on their wage. Oh my God. Completely insane. It, it, it like, it, it, this is honestly every week. The real <laughs> issue, the real issue is that one side operates where you literally have to have facts. You have to side check. You have to this. You cannot just spew things off at the mouth. And the other side just fucking. What it, what on earth would no one die? They lie with impunity. Is? And there's there's working homeless. There's people who are homeless and live in their cars. There's, there's mm-hmm. people Yo, who, the average who are, who... American, the average American lives check to check. Okay, yep. the average American is one missed fucking check away from shit erupting from underneath them. The 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 majority of what is debt in this country is medical debt. Is medical debt. People quite literally do in fact die on their wages or lack thereof like it's it's an absurdity and for these people to sit up with all the money that they make it's actually sick it's wickedness like even to their own audiences it's wickedness to sit up there with the kind of money that you know ben shapiro fucking makes to sit up there and say that and put that out there and then for whatever reason these fucking idiots because they want to galvanize around the bigotry of it all around the silent pretext about what it's really around they allow for these people to come out and spew and support policies that really keep all of us broke because it's not just again capitalism class solidarity and the lack thereof right it affects everybody the average american is struggling across racial lines lying ass mother just i mean my god all right play him I'm not even sure what else is left here, but let's see. Is why when people say living wage, the question is, well, what do you mean by a non-living wage? Do you just mean a wage that you don't think is high enough? And for what job? And what does the market look like? Well, I mean, first of all, the wage to cost. Yeah, that was the whole thing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just this is this is the kind of thing where I mean, he he spews obvious bullshit every week, and. I think that the running theme here is that these people maintain their positions, maintain their jobs, maintain their salaries, despite all of that, or, or not really despite heroes. because of that. Like they, mm-hmm. they are, they are in their position to lie to people. That's why they are there. And billionaires, they're 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 millionaires being paid by billionaires to yeah. lie to working class people, and they do this on a regular basis. As of five mm-hmm. days ago, it says Ben Shapiro's net worth. Ben Shapiro is thirty nine years old has a salary of $3 million and a net worth of $48 million. This hobbit sits on his fucking ass for a living and runs his mouth. All, and he is yeah, he has a $48 million net worth. That person is going to sit there and tell you it's probably that whatever you're doing, more. depending on what you're doing, whether he respects it, your working class, labor, whatever it is, oh, you do not deserve a wage where you could somebody, somebody making millions of dollars to run their mouth gets to tell yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 perfectly acceptable that there's a wealth of people in this country living beneath the poverty line that there's a wealth of homeless people that the majority of americans are living check to check it's sick like it shouldn't even be allowed it's sick it, it should be it should be it should be called out as an egregious bias that can't even work like you can't you can't say that shit in good faith like how much they paying you to sit on your ass here and he pretends you don't even he does it while pretending to stand up for working class people, railing against like Hollywood elites, for example. Guess who his parents are? Hollywood elites. His mom was a TV executive, his dad a composer in Hollywood. They just love Hollywood Stephen elites, Crowder, and like he 50 rails against the Hollywood elites. 
pretend to be same, working class or not working class, but pretend to fight for the working class. It's, it's it, the exact it's same TV network or I guess online studio that just offered Steven Crowder $50 million. And yeah, spread over four years. But like, that's just obscene cash, you know, that that's like what news hosts get to, to, to say that kind of shit. That's more than Anderson Cooper makes at CNN. That's fucked. Per year. Yeah. That's fucked. Right wing money goes very, just, very far. They have so much unlimited resources. This is why their shits, this is why they get, they top the Facebook video charts every week because they mm -hmm. pay for a shit ton of advertisements. They push their videos up uh, in the feed because they pay for that to happen. And every week, if you see like there's like Facebook video rankings every week, Ben Shapiro is up near the top, if not at the top, every single week because yeah. they have unlimited resources to push this garbage out there. And this is why Facebook in particular, because it's so easily gamed. This is why people on Facebook are so, are so fucking stupid. Because this is the shit being pushed <laughs> to their feet on a regular basis. Yeah. Sorry, it, Facebook audience, people watching. We love you all, but you're not like the rest. No, it, it's so frustrating to me that like people who watch this, who are fans of Ben Shapiro, I mean, like most people are not rich. Most people are not millionaires. So how do you not have this like visceral response where he's gaslighting you? He's telling you that you know you're getting paid fairly and whatnot where okay. he's sitting on his iron throne rich like you should see that and never watch him again be turned off by it but people will come back and eat it up they don't care about because that's the thing right you by galvanizing they what they're rallied around is the pretext right what what it's really around that's what all, the, all this whiteness all this that's what all this woke is all these culture wars all these different mm -hmm. things but that's what they're really about they bought into the idea that's why the, you know it's not allowed you're not gonna hear any mainstream critiques of capitalism you're not gonna hear anything about cap, uh, class solidarity because what they need to be convinced of is that what it really is is all these marginalized others and here trying to take from you and they're trying to get more and they're bleeding this thing that's why you don't have and you're not getting what you rightfully deserve and that's what they're really rallied around what he's really saying is these broke ass niggas who don't deserve no more than they're getting want more and we won't fucking stand for it because they are not like you you hard-working good mm -hmm. americans that's what he's really saying that's what they're galvanized yeah. around the rest of that is just pretext yeah they, they don't feel like he's talking to them yeah. you know he's talking about the uh the people who are a lower caste than them uh, because, you know, a lot of people like there's this whole trope that Americans feel like they are just um, I don't know what the saying was like. They're going to be a billionaire someday. They're just like currently humiliated billionaires and one day they'll be a billionaire. So they don't want to be too hard on billionaires when it's like, no, you're, I'm sorry, but you're never going to be a, a billionaire. You're not going to be a millionaire. Like in order for you to become a billionaire, like statistically, it, you're more likely to get bit by a shark or struck by lightning twice. So it's just it's not going to happen. But because of this hope, this whole American dream, which is capitalist propaganda, like this is why people believe the bullshit. It's sad. All I hear you saying, Mike, is that there's a chance. <laughs> you there's a chance. It's all about the chance. Now, will you sell your friends out for the chance is the question and your colleagues. Mm -hmm. mm. No. <laughs> why did you all look so sly just then? <laughs> Blair, take that lull, jump in. Last oh, yeah. oh God, uh, I don't know how to change the subject. Um, <laughs> I, I even helped you. I know you did, and I still fucked it up. <laughs> um, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I, I've been looking at Colorado news. Obviously, how yesterday there was uh, multiple warnings of active school shooters at multiple campuses. I know that's not very funny news or anything, mm. but. 
just that this shit keeps America. happening and it's getting really old. It's kind of scary because yesterday was supposed to be this big snowstorm and everything and, you know, have these kids going to school and then having to evacuate the school during a snowstorm is kind of shitty. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, bad segue, but here we are. News about guns is so, like, like that kind of shit is so, yeah. it's so tough now because it's, we're yelling into a void because mm -hmm. once, you know, once, how old were they? Like the, the, the. These the ones, ones were in, high um, schoolers for, yeah. the, for yesterday. Yeah. So like, you know, we, we've had kids who are like, what, five years old, get killed in a school. Should, like once that happened and nothing was done, you know. It was over. The conversation kind of ended because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what we say. It's very clear that our voices mean nothing to the small group of individuals who could make change. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, why even rehash the same argument where republicans will say oh it's mental health and then not even do anything to increase mental health funding oh they voted against means... there was a recent vote yeah. where republicans voted against mental health funding in schools oh, right pretty much unanimously mm -hmm. too yeah. yeah like the shit is it's just so it's so it's so obvious it's so out there and no one really gives a fuck it, it's really yeah. I don't think things are going to get any better until America starts contending with the Republicans and what they really are and stop dealing with them like they're a legitimate party in opposition because yeah. what you have is a bunch of legitimized like fascists working against everything that is supposed to be united government or anything. You see that. You see what the foolishness that Marjorie Taylor Greene is tweeting and stuff over right. separate places like that. They're like. What what points do we contend with what is really happening? Like, this is a country, like, it's not like war and civil war are things that this country doesn't know. It shouldn't be so, like, you know, out of the realm of possibility. But let's, like, let's look at what we're really dealing with. What we're really dealing with is a party of fascists that actively want no parts of, of any level of equality. They only see who they care about as one tiny aspect of the population and fuck everybody else. They are on a concerted effort. They're putting their money uh, and all of their power behind doing everything that they can to strip groups and entire people um, full of rights. I think the, the problem is we keep talking about them like they are just somebody, like they are just a regular um, opponent as opposed to a literal fucking like enemy of enemy of unity son that's what they are like that's what they are at this point like and they be saying as much in plain sight they they literally be like fuck fuck your election fuck how it's supposed to go no fuck a peaceful transfer transfer party mm -hmm. and because they do things in such silly stupid fucking goofy and, and they intentionally do it that way they have these big stupid characters they do things that you know are easy to mock and stuff like that because then it's easy to dismiss it and downplay it but let's not we forget these are motherfuckers who stormed the capitol these are people who fucking have packed your fucking Supreme Court and are out there stripping your fucking rights. These are people who are banning your fucking books all over the country. These are literally textbook fascists. Like, I don't know what else they got to do for us to realize we're in the book 1984. I think that's what needs to happen. We got to stop. They're, they're, they're wicked. They're not just regular politicians. It's not a difference in ideology. Like, they are against... They are literally... They consider everybody else an enemy, and they make it very much so clear. They don't even try to pretend. So, not to mention like the the, yeah. the gerrymandering like they they they're the ones that are rigging elections to yes. win elections yes like this is like that that alone and that's been going on for years that alone should have been the the, the giveaway like the the start mm -hmm. at least the starting point to for us all to acknowledge that this is the anti-democratic party like they're anti-democracy yeah and, and you can't have people like that and and not and treat them as you know as you said just like a the opposition party they're not the opposition party they are they are anti-democracy and yeah this is how yeah. this is how they keep winning 
if they were in another country, if we were analyzing another country and there was a party operating like this, we would be talking about them like a rogue, like the government has yeah. already dissolved from what it's supposed to be. They are no longer, they, and they stopped a while back. That's the crazy thing. They stopped operating within any level of like, like feigned civility rules, hiding it or anything. It's just out in the fucking open now. The shit that they're doing is, is absurd. And we see it and we see it just plain as day, plain as day. Well, here's here's a question for y'all. No right or wrong answers here. Where do you think we're actually going? Because, you know, you look at history, right? And I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but you guys already know where I'm going. Where are we actually going? What do you guys actually see happening based on what you guys look at, what you guys cover? Where do you actually see this ending? I see a potential second civil war of the United States to be a disaster of such momentous proportions for not only the people who live in the United States, but the world writ large. So much so that our own security apparatus in Canada has it as a primary concern that they're worried about, as do other countries. I can't speak for Mexico, but it's definitely something that the rest of the world doesn't want to see. I don't think uh, people realize that the people who are heavily armed in the United States happen to be far-right militias. The ones who happen to have training with ex-police and ex-military, far-right militias. The amount of uh, cops in the United States that would line up with far-right militias would be devastating. You would have a situation in which the federal army would have to be attacking. Like, it would be a fucked up disaster it needs to be avoided at all costs it's not something that like i when when pundits are like tim pool has been begging for a civil war his whole life i don't know if he thinks he'll become a superhero but it's like it would be no joke it would be no laughing matter it would, it would be unbelievable amounts of death and carnage uh and destabilization and, and yeah of a very populous country you know and yet you recognize that it seems very much so on the playboard don't you oh yeah of course yeah. oh yeah and at, oh yeah at the same time it, it's it like not to not to say like i'm calling for it but it seems like a big event is almost necessary for there to be any shift at all because mm -hmm. how else are things going to turn around if there isn't some kind of you know crescendo like that where there's this this coming together like like something massive has to change or happen for there to be some actual changes well, and part of the reason why I feel so uh, frustrated is because I agree with that. Like, I think that something big has to happen or will happen, like a civil war or democracy com completely collapsing. But like there are avenues out. And I felt like any chance that we had to take the off ramp and avoid that, we we avoided it. Right. And, and so like one was getting somebody like Bernie Sanders in office who would kind of do like a similar thing to FDR potentially. I'm not like, I don't know if Bernie would be successful in that regard, but like trying to save capitalism from itself by doing policies that benefit people. Because I, I think that a lot of the problems stem from people being so desperate and distraught that they're looking for answers. And when you're looking for answers, you are more susceptible to radicalization, a demagogue coming along. And so it's easy to accept more scapegoats. It's trans people, it's immigrants. Um, but if you were to change the situation, economically speaking, I think that would help. Like that's not good. It's not gonna get rid of racism and transphobia. That's not what I wanna say. But like if Democrats were to make an effort to reshape the country and like change, basically have like a political realignment so that way politics isn't so hyper-capitalistic and commodified, I think that could have an effect but at the same time. It may, it, like even if somebody came along like that, that wasn't Bernie, it may be too late because I feel like we're kind of like past the Rubicon in a sense. Democrats, Democrats cannot reshape the country to a vision that they don't believe in. Democrats are not as True. fundamental 
removed from the other side. And that's that's the that's the important thing we need to recognize, right? We're looking at they, they're making cop city right now in Atlanta. Let's keep it real, no. right? Right. Yeah. I live in New York City. This is a place that full democratic stronghold and all the Rikers, all the things that we deal with. Yep. That's what's happening. That's what that's what's happening here. I don't I don't I don't think we're going to to see that from them because they're they're a part mm-hmm. of it. I don't think it's the because what it really is, is I don't think it's, you know, that people are being tricked into something. Yes, there's some level of that in the world, but let's, let's keep it real. The, the team with the home court advantage is who's up. They The reason why they have so much more money, they have so much more power, is because they always fucking had it. All they are doing, mm-hmm. that's what I keep saying every week, everything that they're doing is not new. They are just reframing, rebranding, restructuring the same old arguments. The reason why, you know, oh, they're so successful that they have the stronghold is because this is what they have, this has been what the country was built on. It's not the country. The country didn't have some, like, ugly shift and turn from what its ideals are. The country is just, in a, it's just carrying out what the country's been doing. And the reality is the Democrats and the Republicans look at who are actually in power and not just everybody who has to in the nation, the, the billions of people who live in a country and then they have to choose between in this two party system. So, you know, you think it a whole lot. But no, look at who's actually in power in this country and what they want and what they believe in and who has power and what groups have power. Do you think they are fundamentally unaligned with what it looks like in this world, in this country? Brother, for, for no. No. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's going as it's always been going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're headed in one direction, and it doesn't like look very good. And yeah, I, I think that's perfectly put. Democrats, they've had the opportunity. They, they, they just, they are capitalists. That's the thing. It's like both parties are neoliberal. Both parties, at the end of the day, they serve corporate America, and our system has been transformed to be even more commodified than it was at the start. I mean, even elections are now commodified ventures. And this isn't necessarily a new phenomenon. People look to Citizens United, but back in the 70s with Buckley v. Vallejo, that's when our elections started to get commodified. So like there was a 2014 Princeton University study that I always reference where they looked at policy outcomes and whatever the elites and special interests want, that becomes law. But Average Americans have a statistically non-significant impact on policy outcomes because that's we're not who the politicians, you know, are are there to serve. We may elect them. We may vote. So we're a Democratic in that sense. But ultimately, when it comes to governance, we're an afterthought, if even like saying we're an afterthought would be polite. Like the government doesn't, you know, both parties are terrible. Like one party is better than the other. Like I'll never say that they're like equal. But, you know, ultimately, Democrats they refuse to do what is necessary to fundamentally reshape the country. Um, so that's what, like, in a way, that's how you see fascism arise. That's how you see authoritarianism arise. It's not, and like, just to kind of move away from America, it's not just an American ph- phenomenon where, like, you see weak liberals enabling fascism. If you look to Turkey, the weak liberals enabled Erdogan's rise, didn't, you know, compete enough. Um, Pre-Bolsonaro, you know, the Liberal Party without... Lula was what very, Israel very right weak. now. It's led by a far right authoritarian regime, one that is like openly uh, asking for like, you know, the execution of homosexuals and things like that. And you're like, this is Why? pretty intense, but uh, we're not criticizing it in the same way we do a lot of other countries that are doing, you know, pretty much apartheid yeah. states. It's a, like the, the fascist movement is international now. That's the thing. And it was always going to be the product of global capitalism, because ultimately, if you take all the resources and you just like concentrate it towards the top and people get desperate and um, 
they starve and like that just creates social unrest. So like that, in addition to all the underlying factors and the systemic factors and the issues that were there, there from the founding of our country and other countries, it all just compounds and eventually the dam bursts and we're kind of to that moment where we're waiting to see the dam burst. What is that going to look like? Nobody really knows. But I like I see some lefties talk about how, oh, well, you know, nothing's going to happen. We need a revolution. It's like, mm. see, the problem with that is, do you think we're closer to a socialist revolution or a fascist authoritarian revolution? You know, I think we're closer to the latter. So that scares me. So it's like, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I think that uh, the one source of hopium is worker rights and unionization. I think that really is a force for good. But ultimately... And also revolution, you know, George Jackson talks about this a lot in his books, and so does Huey Newton. Revolution isn't necessarily, like, people talk about revolution as a spontaneous outburst that is just disorganized and chaos in this way. Like, like, you know, you're going to good faith and bless your way into a revolution, right? But a revolution would have to be something that would be organized, and it would be organized by revolutionaries. At the end of the day, you have to have an honest conversation about what your role is in a movement and what you are able and capable to do. And if you're not that, shut the fuck up. The reality is, the rest Mm -hmm. of the average person it is not a fucking revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. If you're tweeting about it, if you're tweeting about how we need a revolutionary, a revolution, chances are you're not the person that is ready to give your life or go become a political prisoner. Or has been training a for a revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's hitting the, the militia. No, <laughs> no, you're tweeting exactly. from your California yeah. parents' basement and, and yeah. you know with the communist symbol. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. You are a person that is not a part trying to do any revolution, and you are comments and other people like us who are also not revolutionaries. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. there are people go go. Make a decision. Figure out who you are. I honestly, like I always say, I don't appreciate when people give me that kind of, don't give me those kind of flowers. There are people who really, mm-hmm. I know, I read from them that George Jackson, jail. These people die in jail. They are political prisoners. They go and they really commit their life to that. They're really thinking about guerrilla warfare. They're really trying to come up with strategy. They're really trying to figure out how they could arm a community and do all these things. That's not me. That's not me. And that's likely not fucking you if you're talking to me about it. So... Unless you're getting ready to do some revolutionary shit, how about you shut the fuck up and maybe let's figure out some other stuff in between and maybe a more gradual process that works for you, right? Because it'll be people like that who don't want to have conversations about how you get to a road to abolition or something like that, but they just want to say revolution and they want to say abolition now. Well, you have to... Either two things. Either you're the person that is prepared to go get up and be the spontaneous person and go do the revolution and go put your life on the back, or you need to go be a part of some kind of communal effort to work us towards that. It's got to be two. But the other, just the the, the, the litmus talking, this the purity test of, oh, we need a big thing. Yeah, okay. Are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, we need a lot of big shit to happen. People are still waiting on Jesus to come back. That's a real thing. You <laughs> any, any other ideas? Any other ideas, my guy? True. <laughs> yeah. no? True. And to have some hope, I, I mean, we talked about, we talked about Brazil and, and Bolsonaro. Lula ended up winning, right? So, like, the, yeah. there is, like, not to say that everything's perfect now in, in Brazil, but, but there is... There's always the potential for things to turn around. And yes, gradual turnaround. Yes, it's politics. Yes, it's not perfect. Yes, there's issues. But there is, you know, just because shit is terrible now and and the direction things are going, it looks like it's going to keep getting worse. There's always the potential for something surprising to happen where mm-hmm. there is a, a shift that we didn't see coming. And oftentimes big changes we don't see coming and they could be they could be bad. They could be good. So, you know, the hist- history isn't isn't written in stone. Things can definitely change, but it does take a different sort of you know in 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 the u.s it takes a different sort of democratic party to do it because the current one with the current leadership is not they're not capable of of any of the change necessary but you have you know a leader come out of nowhere uh replace that and and change things from the top down 
things can happen. The thing I was thinking the other day, which was just kind of a weird aspect of history, is that the war on drugs in the United States, it's something that was sold as we need more punitive measures. And it doesn't matter if it's Democrats or Republicans, they're consistently passing harsher and more draconian drug laws over and over and over again. And it was sold as a war when that's a medical crisis. It should have been a medical crisis from the very start. And now I think it's gotten to such a point where this could be a winnable battle. Like libertarians, some people on the right, most of the people on the left are all at this kind of point being like, this is ridiculous, right? We're, we're still we're still doing that war on drugs for like personal possession, for personal use of things. This has a lot of racist origins. It seems like it's disproportionately affecting uh, you know, minorities and incarcerating them, even though dr- white people, black people, they use drugs at the exact same rate around the, the same numbers, right? So... I, I think that could be a, an angle that might have a lot more teeth that could have huge effects, like massive effects all the way from the top on down if the U.S. can start to like dismantle the war on drugs. Because it's a global war on drugs, too, that like obviously the rest of the world follows your lead. And why and, and which country is in that global war on drugs? Who what, what color people? Who people? <laughs> almost, uh, almost like it's on purpose. <laughs> South and Central like they America. Wouldn't, like they wouldn't dismantle that. Like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah. like this perfectly well working machine I created. Like, <laughs> this, is my, this is my baby. This is Model A. <laughs> 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 the American government is real trifling. <laughs> like, America really be out here like destabilizing whole countries, and then like when the people come there to try to migrate, be like, "What the, what the fuck you doing here?" Do not come. Do not come. Don't come. Do not come. No, did you see the new rule? proposed by Biden's administration. What's that? Uh, so basically it's it's another, um, it's a cap on um, asylum seekers, uh, specifically from countries like Venezuela, Nicaragua, uh, Haiti and whatnot. And this, um, it, it's a ban on asylum that looks very, very similar to the uh, Trump asylum ban that was designed by Stephen Miller. I listen, I'm gonna say this. I as as somebody who is an immigrant in America, very much so lives at the mercy of USCIS. I've been telling people for this from jump. Americans do not this one thing, Americans do not know shit about how to immigrate. Like mm-hmm. I, even the lawyers, goddammit, Americans don't know shit about their immigration system. They talk about immigrants till they're blue in the face, undocumented this, illegals this, nonsense. Meanwhile, the actual majority of undocumented immigrants in America are visa overstays because you have a yeah. ridiculous mm-hmm. fucking immigration system and it's ass on both. I've been in America for 15 fucking years. I came here when I was 14, just about to turn 15. I'm turning 30 in July. I don't even have a fucking green card. Because you know why? Because I'm only just now even becoming, you know what I had to do? Okay, I had to become a public figure to become even in the realm of being able to apply oh for something. God. It's a, so no, the Democrats are just as fucking bad. They're like mm-hmm. just as bad. The, 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 the level of racism, and don't get me started. It's very specific. Like people have no idea how like clearly racist it is. It's like certain mm-hmm. countries you will just be ineligible. Oh, you're from this country? Oh, you're from the Bahamas? You're from these black countries? Whatever? Nope, nope, nope. But you're from Canada? You're from Australia? Special, literal special needs, special thing, special deal. Oh, you're good. You're good from the white country. They literally do that. Oh, certain 
certain countries, India has like a fucking 10 year backlog. Like it, it literally varies. We were in different preference groups. Certain countries that completely just eliminate. No, and no, no criteria other than that black ass country. No, fuck that. It's not a coincidence. You don't, you don't, you don't hear that. You don't hear them. Where, where's the quote on Australia? Where's the quote on Britain and Canada? No, mm-hmm. no. No, listen, don't don't get me started. Do not get me started because that almost blew my high to come up here and tell y'all because I I literally think about all the years of my life I would never get back from US immigration pulling you incredibly hard. It's unbelievable. It's unfucking believable. Ungoddamn believable what you have to do to be able to stay in this country lawfully. Unnavigable, fucked up, stupid ass fucking system. And then oh, Republicans shit. and pundits think and that it's like, say shit like, why don't you just apply for citizenship? Oh, you can pass the test. I'd apply if I could. You can't apply. You can't fucking apply. Yo, do y'all know when I got denied for a visa in 2019? Um, they told me, they told me I meet the standards of an extraordinary alien, um, uh, uh, an extraordinary alien with an advanced degree, with a profession um, uh, uh, as a lawyer that is of substantial merit but my desire to represent the poor and indigent is a not of national interest to the united states of america so denied bitch uh, as a public listen, listen y'all don't know wow. y'all don't know u.s immigration tough yes the, the the democrats are just as bad just as fucking oh, yeah. bad just as goddamn bad i'm just as bad it's just like I said, that's why I keep saying what it is. The real disagreement between the good whites and the bad whites is how they present. I'm telling you, that's what it is. The real problem they have is that the Republicans are out here just acting a goddamn fool, not hiding it, not doing no nice theatrics. You're supposed to make it cute. You notice why in Get Out, they're all liberals, right? They're all Democrats. They're all Democrats in Get Out. They're all fucking Democrats. But you know, they do all their wicked shit palatably that's the real problem that's the real problem is why are you why are you um parading these pictures uh at the border why are you you know showing it to the people why are you creating a fanfare around it you were supposed to do all this wicked shit quietly in the night and then just spread misinformation and propaganda about immigration in general so that the whole country is misinformed in general to have this whole fucked up idea that's real xenophobic that's what they want it to be child let me start it and mm-hmm. right well, what's that was a beautiful rant, by the way. But like, what's so fucked up is that no matter what, like the the Biden administration has been as ruthless to immigrants as Trump, but Republicans still say that he has open borders. Like when Biden came in, the borders just opened up like that. Um, and it, that's it's such bullshit because like I think that even Ronald Reagan, like he gave amnesty to millions of immigrants. Today he would be too far left for the Democratic Party, which yes. just shows you like how yes. far this uh, conversation has moved to the right. Fucking Melania Trump was a visa overstay. Like let's let's start there. Yeah. Like no no yeah 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 yes yes a visa overstay who was working who was working. Do you know how infuriating that is to see, mm-hmm. like, how infuriating that is? Because it, it just makes it so clear what it, like, what it always is about. And it really just is about race. And that's all it's ever about. Because you know what it is to watch this big, this man, you have all this, all this xenophobia and all this anti-immigrant message. Just Meanwhile, your wife is an immigrant. Your wife is somebody who violated the terms of, of, of what it is, who is not, who very much so would fall into your undocumented, which she's a visa overstay, all of this. She's working, she's doing all these things, but it's not a problem. And it's not a problem for anybody in the base. And this person is going to sit up there because what it really is is keep black and brown immigrants. That's all it's that's all it's really about. It's infuriating, son. Like that they 
they they lie. It's the gas. Like I say, they mm. practice the politics of gaslighting. They pretend like, oh, it's all this and do it this. And, and, and also something I need for people to generally understand about immigration. Nobody wants to be in a country as a second class citizen. Nobody. Mm. Nobody wants. There is nobody that has the ability to apply to become a citizen or to have a work visa or a green card or these things the lawful way. And they are just choosing not to do it. They are literally not eligible. That is what Amer America's, America's immigration system, not only one, have they created an immigration system that mirrors a criminal system that doesn't need to. Because I know it's hard to think about it because that's all you ever see is a world where you 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 they detain people and they... That doesn't make sense. Why are people becoming criminalized based on what should just be this is this is paperwork. This is this is immigration stuff. It doesn't have to be a criminal situation, but they make it that and they make it that for specific populations because you ain't never seen no bunch of Italians at the border uh, or being in no detention images or blah 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 or heard about a large what but you don't hear that. You don't hear that. But you hear but that, but but whenever you see these pictures, they can't wait to show all these pictures of the Haitians being chased on on, on horseback and being whipped and all mm -hmm. kind of Hispanic people in cages and stuff. Because that's what it really, really is about is, is keeping these specific populations out. And meanwhile, they up there talking mass. And to Dark Stars, girl, take a breath. No. There, I'm done. I'm Just done. to bolster what you're saying. So I, I'm not sure what, what percentage of, of um, undocumented immigrants this, this, uh, this counts for, but there's approximately 60,000 Canadians currently living undocumented in the U.S. Like... There's and there's you know what I mean. There's very little discussion about that. Interestingly, uh, yeah. no 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 wall on the border of Canada to keep the Canadians out. Um, it's, it's a very a focused too? discussion. Yeah, no, very very much so. And, and and they paint it as though people are just choosing, like people just don't want to do it the legal way, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and and Americans really think that because when I, I there've been times. Where, like I said, in 2019, that's the roughest my immigration situation has ever been. And I remember, like, lawyers and people I know, they're like, oh, no, but you're fine. Like, you're the kind of they want. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, you think it in your mind because you really believe in the foolishness. Oh, you think, oh, because you're a lawyer or whatever it is. No. If you come to America on an F1, that's what people realize. You come on an F1 international student visa, You this is all you get. You get one year you're entitled to of OPT that you can work. And if you can't get a job that can sponsor you for a green card, which I want you to know right now, is a needle in a haystack. That is hard to do. You are gone. You are out of there. You have no path. It doesn't matter how long you were there or you think, oh, this person has been there for a long time or they blend in or you think Clean that they're a room. good immigrant. If they have no path, they have no options. They can't do nothing. And all they have, they have a million special carve outs for white countries, all kinds of different things to make it easy and facilitate on them, like literally different visa categories that exist solely for them. And then other people don't have it at all. And then you paint a narrative. And also, we don't talk about how expensive the immigration system is. The costs associated with immigration applications and all these things are astronomical. You don't get them back. That's one. Two, what happens is if you apply, let's say you do have a you have a you have OPT or you have a work permit or you have a green card and you apply to try to renew it or you apply for something. You, when you once you once once you uh, apply for the thing, you're not allowed to you once your thing expires, you can't work. Right. You can't work and earn money until this thing gets approved. But you're not allowed to go to your own country. You go back to your own country because they will consider your application abandoned abandon get rid of it keep the money but you can't stay in the country and afford to be here and apply for those things you see how all these different ways is set up to make it impossible and then on top of that just legally navigating i'm an attorney i'm an attorney who has been looking at my immigration situation since i was 14 and it's impossible the average person the things that i will miss or make a mistake on or something like this the average person can't navigate that 
They can't, they can't afford it. It costs so much money. My, just to give you an idea, my company now in the interest of transparency, so y'all can understand just how inaccessible it is. Been here for 15 years. Y'all see the career I had to make for myself to even make it possible that someone could try to sponsor me for a green, to try to get me a green card. The immigration fees are $33,000 to hire attorneys. Yeah, bro. She's yeah, surprised. bro. Yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. How are you going to do that? How's the average person going to do that? Who's going to do that for them? It's an, it's an impossibly, and then even with, with the getting married, right? People will be like, oh, get, get, oh, just get married for citizenship. One, they don't think about how dehumanizing that is to immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. You live in a world where everybody could think marriage is so important. You live in a country where people fighting for the rights to, uh, to get married and all these different things, but fuck immig immigrants can't want to have love or anything. That's one. Two, you never think about the angle of what it is to sacrifice that you could never love anybody from your own country. Like if I know that the only way that I will ever be able to become a citizen in this country is to do it through marriage, even if I make the executive decision that I'll never be someone I, I get married for citizenship because that's already too much um, like too much autonomy I'm losing, I'm giving to the US government that already controls me. But uh, but even if I do it, even if I go in, I, I, I go and do it, you're not entitled to, it takes three to five years. You have to apply for three to five years before you can even apply for, for, for citizenship. And it, it puts all your, all, all of this in the hands of this other person. It's just, it's, just, it's, uh, it's but y'all, y'all don't know. Immigration is, is something is literally dictated my everyday life. Like it is an incredible stress. Like you come to a place like New York City and you're not allowed. If you're not, you're an inter you're you're a foreigner like myself. You're an international visa. There is an understanding that you you don't have a U.S. guarantor. You don't have anything like that. It is customary in New York City that they charge people on international student visas. You have to pay like six months rent up front to be able to live somewhere. Imagine how are you gonna have the money for that. Your parents have to be able to show a certain amount of financial support or, or whatever for you to even get a student visa. So if your parents don't have it, even if you get a even if you get a scholarship. So I got a I got a full scholarship to law school, but in order for me to get a work uh, get a get a school visa, my dad, my parents still need to be able to show that they could pay that entire tuition four times over at one given time for you to be able to get a visa. Even though you don't have to, they do so many things, so many hurdles and make it impossible for you to navigate the situation. And then people think, oh, well, why don't you just, why don't you just do this just thing? Just do it legally. Yeah. Like I've literally like, like a, you know, one piece of paper. People have literally tweeted at me like that. Like literally like, it's just laziness at that point. Why she just doesn't go to the <laughs> it's Actually, like, I, the internet sometimes. I, I literally <laughs> the only I don't even talk about immigration half as much because it's the only it is incredibly painful because it's the only marginalized group I would I wish I couldn't be a part of. Like I'd come back to life black every time. I'd be black. I'd be a woman. I'd be all that shit. But I would not be a fucking immigrant. It's the worst. It's the worst. Worst worst experience. Do you know what it is? Think about all the career opportunities I have. Y'all know I can never accept the money. Until I get until I get a green card and the links I have to go to, I have to just turn down the money. So every time you see me do an opportunity that looks at people think, so they hate you for all the things that make you visible, you know, thinking that you have all the money and all of this. No, no, I do everything for free 99, free 99, because the US government will be like, get out. <laughs> How dare, who told you, who fucking told you, you could do no shit? Are you making money, bitch? So, yeah. That's why. Yeah, I wanted. So fucked up. Yeah. It's ruthless. Yeah, y'all got. That's my. 
that's the, um, the trials and tribulations for my immigration trauma. Thank y'all for operating as my therapist tonight. Y'all have really done. The no, circle. that was. about this. This is like it's you have to have that perspective. Is really it's informative for people. I think to, mm -hmm. to hear yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because people really don't think about this. Like no. they don't think how difficult it is to become a citizen. It's just uh, well, that's their problem. They should have came here legally. Like, and this isn't just like me character making a caricature of like the right wing like liberals say this shit too like oh, yeah. everyone yeah. says this shit it no everyone has like ignorance here to it yeah everyone yeah everybody everybody says that and it's because they don't know like honestly my friend like they just don't know they're it, they're mm -hmm. not given that information everywhere even when you look in media it's portrayed as though you just need to go take a test and you're just not taking this test or whatever so if you're constantly being fed that you're fed this idea that there are good immigrants who, you know, all the good immigrants are good. You know, they went and applied and these bad immigrants just don't want to be bothered putting in the paperwork. You know, uh, mm -hmm. then people, they, they believe Please. that, especially when they're thinking of a lot of the times too, the people they're thinking of their, their, their family member from times before who came generation, gener before generation, before generation, oh, they came and they just did the thing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> It does not work like that. But you have to see it in application. Like I have friends, a lot of friends, even attorneys who they had to literally be my friend for years and watch me go through my immigration struggle to be like, shit. Oh, it's bad. It's real, real bad. Like when, when my friends actually saw my shit get denied, that's when they realized like, like, I, and I got denied, just to give you an idea of the experience, when I got denied, and I had already at this point, I had managed to get like a different visa. But once you get denied on that one, you got to you got to go. You have to go to the embassy. It's a very it's a whole thing. Like, um, so I get there. I'm walking home from Blink Fitness, literally. And I get the email that you asked as issued a decision. It's a denial. And I have to leave the country, literally leave the country. The next day you have to leave because once you get denied, you're on a countdown. And if you stay for a certain amount of time, you're blacklisted for a certain and then I, and, and just to give you an idea how stressful that is, you have to go, even when you're approved, like let's say you apply for a visa and you're approved, you get the approval notice, you still have to go to the embassy and do an interview and basically convince them another time and they can deny you for whatever reason, whatever person at the, at the thing. And they give you when I go, so that is the most, I can't tell you how stressful that is, 15 years of that. Uh, and then you go, this last time when I went to go get my visa, this lady is this old Bahamian lady in front of me who had who had been living in the U.S. for a long time. She had a green card and she she didn't understand the immigration rules or whatever it is. She comes. She thought she had to come to the embassy in order in order to to apply. They tell her she needed to do it this time or not this time or come in person. Either way, they tell her, no, she can't get it and she can't go back into the U.S. The woman has lived. This is an old lady who has lived in the U.S. for like in Florida for like 30 years, has a home there, dog there. And they're like. So, well, yep. And that's the shit that you, you're in there like behind this person, like getting ready to have a stroke because that's what it is. And I've experienced so many, so many other friends and so many Bahamians and so many other people that have come to, to the U.S. for a certain period of time and really struggled to try to be here to stay. Like it's, it's, it's an impossible journey. I have five sisters. I have five siblings and my sister, three sisters that are just as intelligent, just as oh, decorated and all these different things. My sister doing who's my doctor equivalent didn't couldn't go to US med school because it's impossible because the standards for international students like that on average they will only let like three to seven international students into a, a class because what's the point if they're not going to be able to get employed after no one wants to employ them because no one wants to take on the sponsorship of them so it makes it that much harder to even get into the schools and for me to be able to get a job for me to make myself competitive the fact that I'm still in America I worked six jobs six legal jobs in law school when the average law student you could only work one that's how stressful those are but you'll make a lot of money so 
I had to work a job. I worked six like demanding law jobs that would pay you, but I can't accept the pay because it'll violate the terms of my visa. So I'm broke. I'm working to death just make to make myself far more competitive than everybody else so that I could still be sitting here talking to you all today. It's really it's insane what the immigration situation is oh, in America. Yeah. It's really wild. And I've never once in 15 years seen an honest conversation about it on the media or on the news anywhere. It's just the, the same old tired ass propaganda. It's not even misinformation because they literally don't tell Americans anything mm -hmm. true and honest about how the immigration system works. So Jesus. monologue wrapped. No, well, and the and the thing here is, why would they tell Americans the truth? Honestly, mm -hmm. I, I mean, let's be real. If they told us the truth and actually gave you the information, information to a degree is power, and they don't want that because, like we talked earlier, there's corporations that are controlling the interests, and they don't they don't want this. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. It's the same. It's capitalism all over again. Sorry, today's episode has been capitalism ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard I heard a I heard a wild story recently about how um uh a um like someone was working for one of the uh, an, an immigrant who got had a, a work sponsored visa I believe that's what it is um works for one of like the big tech companies and went to visit like family overseas and got laid off as part of those layoff the, the big layoffs when they were overseas and that was it they no longer had a job they couldn't back come back in the country it doesn't matter that they had all their stuff here they were paying for their rent they had an apartment they had their whole life here they were out of the country when they lost their job so that company was no longer sponsoring their visa they couldn't come back I mean that's that's fucking ridiculous. That's With all the not even a chance. The sector, right? oh, like there, there was Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Like how many tens of thousands of jobs were people from other countries? Right, and but this this person, I'm sure there was others too. But this person whose story I heard online just happened to have been overseas when the layoffs happened, and they lost their job, and that was it. They, they, if they were in the country, I believe there would be an opportunity for them to find another job within a certain amount of time. Still ridiculous. I think they give them like sixty I'm days friend. or something. Yeah, but but this person oh because God. they were overseas, that's it. No chance to find another job. They are out of here. Yeah. They had to have a roommate sell off all their shit. That was it. Like yeah. that's fucking ridiculous. I have a friend that just happened to literally over to Christmas. Literally just happened to them. It is it is it is a far, it is far more common than you think and it is it is miserable. And I also also another um underknown part of the 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 process is like especially as an international student when you go and you do these interviews at the embassy you know what they do is they want you to demonstrate to them that you are not attached to america right like you have no you can't demonstrate any intent to remain you know they don't want they don't want you any it's a pair like you want to stay there like you want to act like it's think about that people think oh you you know apply for citizenship or these different things or, you're not even allowed to say you want it down the line like if, if, you're, if you're not only are you not eligible for it but if you demonstrate that you want it that you eventually want or you want to remain in the country they'll deny you for whatever it is visa that you are eligible so imagine living in a country i've lived in america now officially i'll i'll when i turn 30 in july i'll have been in america longer than i've been in my own country and i'm not allowed to talk about the place like it's my home or like I live here. Or like I want to stay here. Like I have to treat a place that I've been at for half my life. Like it's a vacation spot. Like, oh yeah, I just want to, I just want to breeze by. Like I've been here. I have to, every time I apply for something or you do something, I have to literally go and show them every time right out. Um, when last I, every last time, every time I've entered and left the country. So for like the last 
10 years as though like you were, I live here. I live here. Like imagine trying to track your every move and give them your everything or whatever, because you know, child, you know, that's a US, US immigration. It's be it's fucked beyond repair. It's wow. Yeah, sorry to kill the vibe. I don't remember how we got here. Y'all said immigration, immigration, and my brain went off. I'm sorry. Like, like... <laughs> it's so important though because people don't know this yeah. shit. Yeah, like, it's so important. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, 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 it's very much so something. I am in, I am in the process of uh, in a process now, and it, it's very daunting. Like, and you know, and listen, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed in comparison to both that you even have an oh, option now. Odd, you know, whatever, but just to give you an example of how tedious it can be like i have to i had to i just had to spend a weekend or honestly a couple months compiling every single time i've ever been referenced in the news like in every media appearance or whatever it is yeah in order to show them to be able to prove to demonstrate this my every award my every this do you know how it's like oh great thank god you've managed to develop a career enough that makes you that you can even pursue this but now do you hear what that, that that task is? Because you have the career that you can pursue this? I'm like, I'm sweating bullet, like the level of work that is. Then you have to go beg people like, hey, you're an, a, you're an important person that knows me. Would you be willing to write a letter saying that I'm a good alien? Like, would you, could you, could you say I'm a good little? Like, please, please, please. Are they, they going to be okay that you're on a show called The Leftist Mafia? Like, is that... I, <laughs> I yeah, are we risking stuff here? Immigration attorneys better not say that. <laughs> <laughs> we can change the name temporarily. Yeah, call it, or have yeah. Call it something moniker. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is this love, about your client joining show. some sort of international crime organization? What's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, when they went Trump under Trump's administration, he had. I think they already changed it back, but Trump. Um, had uh, uh, enacted a policy that we had to give up our social media accounts. Like suddenly it was a, yeah, suddenly as a part of the application, we have to give up our social media accounts. I'm like, this motherfucker. Like, yo, like that's something, listen, people don't, people don't think about that. What it is, it's a, it's an undersold aspect of my experience. Like my being an immigrant is really at the forefront of my day to day. It really controls and dictates my life, but people don't, you know, they see, they just completely eliminate it. They just eliminate it. You know, that's the, I guess the cost of assimilating well, right? People, you, you blend in, but it's, it's really a real life stress. That's something like something people don't think, think into, even when they bother to think of the kind of work I do and the kind of job I do. And they do get to the point of thinking of like the danger of pissing off the police and the mayor as one black woman, all these different things. I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not, from, I'm still not a citizen. Like, you know, the stress that immigrant, my mommy calls me on a regular basis. Like, could you please? Like she's like, well, I mean, you are not straight. You are not straight in that country to be saying this about da 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 da. And this is the next thing. So there's an added level. Um, there's an added level of of something it adds to my life as an immigrant, as somebody that is still trying to is still going through an immigration process and is still and will forever be at the mercy um, of the U.S. immigration country. The decision to do the kind of work that I do. And I was thinking about that even with this because it's like, oh, great, you have all these important people that will you know uh, vouch for you as a national advocate against the criminal system and you know and a proponent of abolition like will they love that <laughs> not, not, not so sure but but integrity right so yeah it being being it, it really it really it really is hard trust me my future children gonna hear it every day every day they're gonna hear about the u.s citizenship i bless them with 
every day. My sacrifices, you guys, look at you. An American, don't say nothing to me. Don't say nothing to me. Because you all know my mother was actually in America at the time that she was pregnant with me. No. Mm. Oh, wow. That should count. <laughs> yeah, that should count. <laughs> oh, let me tell you what this woman did. Oh, this is the deep. Uh, this, this is the source of me and my mama's tension from in the womb. Oh, my mama. <laughs> listen, every I call her up like every few months just to tell her she don't have no long term vision. I'd be like, I don't even know what what is wrong with you. Like, for, what is wrong with you? She was getting her master's in the U.S., which means she had enough enough to know the difficulty imposed on one in America, being in America as an immigrant, and enough to suggest that hey, it's also kind of likely it's possible. And my daughter, too, might end up in the States for school as I am in the States for school. My mother got on a plane against medical advice. Like, it's not even like she went early in her pregnancy. No, no, no. When it was, like, too late, when she was, like, it was dangerous. It was risky. She was not supposed to. She went out of her way to, like, hide her pregnant belly and, like, do all this shit or whatever. And went to the Bahamas just so she could fuck my immigration situation up. Every time I think about it, I want to square up. Every time I think about it, I want to square up. When she told me that, I was like, you are the gift that keeps on giving money. Like, ooh. My mommy don't even like the Bahamas. Oh my. <laughs> why did she, what, was something happening? Like, why'd she come back? The faintest idea. And was like, it you know, insurance? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Was it love? Left me to my Grammy and went back to the States. Oh Listen. Ooh. Just so you could become a citizen. Dr. Listen, I'd, I have to, I'd be pissed mommy, too. My mom needs to be a citizen. Oh, yeah. My oh, yeah. Second wife. I love my mother. And my, I love my mother daily. But my mommy is my daddy's second wife. And I just want to say his first wife had my big sister in the States. She And she wasn't even going to school there. She went there, had her child like a good, sensible woman, and then went back to the bummers. My mother. My daddy's second wife, different, different choices. I'm guessing you bring that up to her occasionally. <laughs> all the time, all the time, like all the time. Sometimes I just be on a walk and I just think about our choices and I call it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, mommy, this shit that you did when I was a child that I thought was fucked up and you were oh, oh, really stupid and you would tell me, oh, when I'm an adult. And now as a grown woman, I can say it's really fucking stupider than I ever thought. Like now, now that I have all the information, what, what, <laughs> what? And, and she's a and she's a revisionist. She, she ooh, listen, revisionist history. She ooh, revisionist history because she'll perpetrate like she just somehow didn't know, like she didn't realize like all the constraints in America by being an immigrant or being black. But I remember, I remember a little story. She used to, she used to run into the ground, this story about her going to go um, get an apartment and the woman on the phone thought she was white and um, and was like, oh yes, absolutely available. And when she got there, she wouldn't give it to her. And now I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. That seems like evidence. Seems like evidence that you had enough information to make different choices, but you're a goofy lady. You're a goofy lady, and now I am paying the price. Okay, so yeah, my children, I will. I'm gonna have them in America, and every day I'm gonna say, and now what do we say to mommy? <laughs> <laughs> so you want children. So you want children. 
Yeah, for the most part, for the most part, I'm open to changing my mind and saying no. But generally, my position is that, yes, I want to have two children maximum. Well, I, I know why David brought that up. Do you want you them just a, for that a, reason? A viral, just, a viral just rant. Over <laughs> no, I'm going to be, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to love them up. No, I'm going to let them up. My, my childhood was not affectionate and, 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 and great. So I will, when I have children, it will, I will think it is the greatest thing ever and that should be my main focus because i think i think people it's a big deal creating humans like i don't think people put the right amount of reverence to that but that's a big fucking deal that person didn't exist okay you just you did some shit now you made a whole motherfucker that didn't exist now they're here that's some special shit so when you i make a child you ain't not gonna be able to tell me that's the most special motherfucker to grace this earth my job is to be on my baby's team, okay? <laughs> Trust me. If I have a baby dog, I know that's my main, my main focus, okay? I can't wait to love up my that's babies. Good. Yes, absolutely. When I, when I, you know, but that being said, Raheem has a tendency sometimes. Raheem tricked me earlier because he was walking all up on my feet. And, you know, like I said, I'm open to changing my mind on having children. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> very very open to it <laughs> like, but should i have them i would love them deeply <laughs> no well, yeah no, I children uh and to circle it back to the earlier conversation about legos i have a lego bouquet of flowers and my cat knocked it off the window and that shit shattered into a million pieces oh no so yeah that's crazy yeah. at least you get to rebuild it raheem. raheem is my cat <laughs> Raheem is my well, my son. Capio's. I am a big fan of Raheem. Every time you post him on Twitter, I'm I like, know. yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my baby. Y'all actually, y'all want to see a little sneak peek? Y'all know yes. me and Alex, me and LOL overruled. Yes. We're starting a show. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw, I saw the little teaser. Let me show you um the the artwork because uh Alex. So Alex has a cat named. Let me just say. So first, he has a cat that I really love. His cat don't fuck with him at all. The cat be screaming in the videos, and I love it. And so I was like, oh, I love this cat. I feel about this cat, how people feel about Raheem. What is this cat's name? And he was like, Mookie. And I was like, that's the blackest shit I ever heard. Raheem and Mookie. I was like, your cat is black. That's why I don't fuck with you. <laughs> so um, I had Raheem and Mookie incorporated into our artwork for the show. Um, oh my god wow that's really good that's really right sweet. look at my you oh, see my little so crown cool. on my baby <laughs> yes nice. so y'all see it actress's so. essence well i think yes yes my baby he's my very baby. regal love, yeah <laughs> i love the video that you posted where he was meowing and he wouldn't stop and you're like don't call me a bitch like, <laughs> yes. like, like, you could sense that he was calling you a bitch and like yes. you, you were able to grab that and like <laughs> It's so yeah, good. Calling me a bitch for you. Me be telling me about my ass. We have full conversations in this house. That's my good baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> so my honey pie. Oh, so we gotta cancel and uncancel because we all know David has to yep. sleep. I, I have so <laughs> my, I, can I go first? Yes. So yes, yes. I am uncanceling David Dole and canceling myself. And I have to explain. Wait, last week, like a dumb motherfucker, instead of just leaving. I ended David's broadcast, so he was reading super chats oh, for like. No. I was how long I was read David? super chats? For, it was like five minutes, but it was it was hilarious. <laughs> so I didn't really, I'm like I'm done reading, and then I realized, oh, the broadcast ended five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so funny. That is actually. Hilarious. I texted David. I'm like, David, did I did I shut down the whole fucking broadcast? Like, oh, I, I was like, oh I god, still, please tell I me. I still don't know how you. Out. I still don't know how you 
why why that happened is it because you're the first one in the stream i think that that's likely the reason is because i guess you were the host oh. i think that's what happened yeah so oh it, it maybe okay it didn't i mean it didn't, it didn't bother me it was a complete accident obviously i felt like, so bad it's like how do how do i do, how do i end the entire broadcast oh like what the fuck <laughs> I feel so funny. bad. So I'm canceled yeah. and David is uncanceled. At the Rather end of this, I'll go back and finish second. those super chats I missed last week. So Rather right. thing that just crossed my mind, because someone said in the chat, um, I think last week, but I'm getting me, I'm going to get me a hoodie, a, a leftist mafia hoodie with our animation on it. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be you cool. Should. Yeah, I've decided I'm going to do that. Score. I'm going to show, yeah, yeah, I'm getting me a, a hoodie. Uh, deep in my soul, when I decided I wanted animations, that's what my, that's what my heart truly wanted all along. Like, <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making it easy for me it's to get such me a good hoodie. image. I love it yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah it's so you. great. I love it. I was like, oh, my bad. I'm like, literally, y'all should see me in the house. Like, every time one of my ideas for the show go well, I'm like, oh, I have the best idea. Discord, so we have uh, that community. Oh, going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, so are we gonna uncancel George Santos? No, we can't. I mean, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sign my name to that. No, I'm not Bender, Bender, I know. I felt like Bender. I felt like Bender would ride. Bender was quiet. Bender was like, if Bender was uncancel George Santos. Smiling intently. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, don't be on the record, I don't know who to cancel you know? this year. I mean, this today. I'm tired. Let me say. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think we should cancel. Um, well, we should. We. Who should we cancel? I don't know. Um, I, I'm. I'm. I got no one right now. Conversation. You were sleeping with your eyes open. That is the funniest shit ever. No, I wasn't sleeping. I promise, I was listening. But uh, it's been a long day. Yeah. Okay, let's let's let Bender go to sleep. <laughs> and David's right behind him. <laughs> let's uncancel, uncancel David, cancel Mike, and we'll see. Right. Oh, cancel. there we go. We it's can't official. cancel Marjorie Taylor Greene because she's already. We don't fuck with her. Yeah. <laughs> People that are, that are already canceled, no. they're just they're canceled already. Yeah, can't let's cancel Rihanna. Someone said that in the comments. Why would you do Rihanna? stupid. We're not canceled. All these, all these white oh, no, people. Oh no, Rihanna Crush shit. Jet is already canceled. Right, he's been canceled since 2019. Since he claimed victory, Bill Maher is kind of canceled. Well, hey, can we cancel the U.S. immigration system? How about that? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is canceled. Yeah, okay, great. All right, we're good, y'all. Oh. Everyone, have a great night. Bye, everybody. Yes. Bye, everybody. Пошли, все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? They want you to comply. Cancel culture. It's about canceling. Cocaine. Up yours. Woke moralists. Up yours. This is systematic bullying that's happening. Woke moralists. Up yours. And they believe that they can then shut us moralists. Up yours. Woke moralists. They seem animalistic is what I mean. In, no, they're the worse than animals. The woke mob, they ruin everything. They stopped Ben Shapiro from going to events and speaking. 
They stopped Ann Coulter from doing it. I will never surrender even a single inch of ground to a pitchfork mob. You never cave to the mob. We will never bow to the mob. To the mob. Ever. Ever. No matter what. Do you see the final expression of cancel culture in terrorist groups like, 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 up yours, up yours. We'll see who cancels who, who, who.